Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the Migs cast. My name is Steve Miggs. I am here with the Reverend in Fuego. Hello. Glenn Cannon from Windowpane. Oh, hi there. It's good to see you boys. Yeah, nice to be seen. Always. Always <laughs> good to be seen. Yeah. That means you're alive. Uh, I don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> Plead oh. the fifth. Plead the fifth. Glenn's undead. Glenn, yeah, Glenn. actually, yeah. I'm a husk. You know, when you remove corn and you're just left with the husk, mm. I'm a husk. That would be the greatest corn cover band ever, just called Husk. 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 <laughs> With a capital S well, backwards. And then yeah. you could have even more fun. You'd be like, well, what does Husker do? You know, oh, like, oh, nice. like cover corn. Like, oh. Oh. With the lead singer Bob Moldy. Oh, I'm being ex- <laughs> escorted from the studio now, actually. They're, they're, nice knowing you, Glenn. Yeah. Our pun game is strong right Someone now. Someone yesterday said to me, nice dad joke. And I was like, oh. You're welcome. That's <laughs> the go, new insult. Nice, nice dad joke. How did dads all of a sudden become the insult? If you have a dad bod that's supposed to be a shot against your body, and now if you tell jokes that are cheesy, it's a dad joke. I'm like, yeah, I learned my jokes from my dad. My dad used to drag race Harley Davidson fuelers. I'll take it as a compliment. Nice dad joke. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> my dad is awesome. Go after yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, man. We've got a very special guest in studio, and uh, that is the band that is known as Iron Dragon. What's up, people? How's Hold on. Wait. If you're going to do that, we got to have the reverb back on. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Iron Dragon. How we doing so far? Now listen! (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to party? Me. I do. Did you say potty? I don't know. (laughs) Some British guy wants to get me hammered, and I'm like, I don't have to take a dump, dude. What What time is it? (laughs) It's a little early for you guys, even though it's like, what, 11 o'clock for us or 10.30-ish, and uh, this is typically not the time that you're up, huh? No, it's not at all. Never spoke a truer word. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you guys. We got uh, Kip Camaro and Rod Steele. Of course, these are birth-given names. <laughs> <laughs> My mama called me Kip, you understand? Not only isn't that his little baby. I've seen the document, man. There were the little inked footprints, and then there was a little inked dagger as well. And I wondered, like, did that little micro dagger come out of the womb, and could those little sausage fingers clutch it at the time? I wondered about the whole birth certificate that oh, you presented. I, I came out of my mama with a flying V and an Iron Maiden shirt, and I was like, what's up, people? <laughs> yeah, what year was that with Iron Maiden? <laughs> <laughs> I got to be ready on the reverb button whenever know, you guys, whenever you bust into the Paul Stanley metal voice. I got to be ready. You got Black Mountain. Who's Paul Stanley? Some poser. <laughs> I don't know why I put the reverb on when you asked that question. There, there's a record. I don't know if you guys have ever heard it. It's called "Let Me Get This Off My Chest," and it's nothing but. Paul Stanley's oh, I have, live. I have. Oh, it just goes people, Dude, it's, people, it's people. brilliant. It's, and it, there's no music. It's just him oh, doing yeah. stage intros like for about an, an hour. hour. Yeah. It's incredible, man. Yeah, we've watched a lot of that. In the, YouTube <laughs> show. The, the, the thong. He's got the thong. Oh, I didn't have to bear witness to that. Oh, I'm just kind of glad. I just looked at that. There's one. I think it was the. I don't remember if it was the Animalized live video that they put out. And he's got, and we've played it before on the podcast, and, and I'm, I'm still like in love with his spiel oh, going into uh, the doctor's a, office, right? Right, with love the woman. Gun. Yes. Yeah. Lo- oh my, you know. Of course you know. You're Rod Steele. You should know. 
Okay. I'm wearing those 501s, you know, the real tight ones. She checks a hand, making out sure it's not too cold. She sticks it down the front. <laughs> she pulls out mine. <laughs> That's right. Love gun. He had the best stage banter. Uh, sure, yeah. No, I. Uh... All right, it's not your. T- it's not like something that window pane would bust. You're not gonna look out in the crowd and be like, I see. Well, we're at the Adirondack Mountains is in Albany. <laughs> I'm seeing. I'm not even outside. And I'm seeing a lot of mountains in here. If you know what I'm saying. How many of my fans' prostates ache? All right. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of 50-year-old year. Yeah, yeah kiss. No, Doctor Jelly. Who out there knows what a VCR is? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Iron Dragon's got a big show this. Saturday night at the Crocodile, and that's going to be a bunch of great bands are going to be playing. The new original is going to be there. Yes. Sadly, I won't be there celebrating my wife's 30th birthday. Ooh, in 30th. Oh, 30. Oh, 30, 30. Yeah, boy. Nice. Yep, so you guys will be rocking out enjoying the sweet sounds of 80s metal while I'll be enjoying the sweet sounds of Britney Spears. <laughs> in Vegas, dude, you can drink everywhere. There's nothing like ordering like a highball, so you've got like a nice glass full of whiskey, and yep. you stagger out into the street, you get in the cab driver, the cab driver looks at you only to say, where are you going? Yep. Uh, you know, and you're just and sipping your drink, dude. It's- the booze inventions, like you can get the Slurpees. I think the one, my favorite one was the Firecracker, because it was essentially a Slurpee, and I love that, but also it just had a shot in the straw. Oh, so the fantastic. first thing you got was the shot, and then you got a nice cool drink to walk around with. Yeah, I went to that uh, the Margaritaville place. These are all great mm-hmm. ideas for oh, me to sorry. pre-funk and, and before uh, yeah, Britney dude, Spears. No, dude, I'm sitting there pounding these massive <laughs> margaritas, and then at one point, this gorgeous chick in this tiny bikini crawled sort of down this weird little volcano mountain thing or whatever into a giant blender. It was a blender... Filled with like greenish water, and there was this hot chick swimming in a margarita. And I'm like, this place is great. <laughs> Did you have one of those tall dumb chick drinks? You know those little plastic yeah. ones that were tall. The straw the hanging stratosphere. Out? They made me a margarita in a stratosphere shaped thing that was about three feet long. And you walked down the sidewalk, oh, walk of shame. Oh, oh yeah, oh, tourists. There was no shame. They I have uh, guitar straps yeah, for like a holster. Oh yeah. yeah. See, yeah. Do amazing. they have bachelorette party themed ones, Vicky? You might know. Do they have like giant dong drinks? Like ones <laughs> they that probably do. Ooh, I did see one recently online where you take a pickle, you hollow it out, you take two little pickle nubs, and you make a pee-pee, and you put the shot inside. That's not what I was asking, but now I know. (laughs) But I'm thinking, like, that's the first thing I think of when I think of penis drinks. Pickles. Pickles. Yeah, you do like some sort of... when you think of them. Can I watch you drink that? Yes. (laughs) It's a whole new meaning behind pickleback. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was pretty great. (laughs) No? I'm trying to decide, like, at that moment when she finishes her shot and bites the tip off the pickle, if that's going to work for me or freak me out. I I don't don't know. That's the bottom shot. At that. Yeah. No, the true champion eats the whole thing. <laughs> I believe they call that the Bobbit shot. Now, Vicky and I will be having dinner later tonight. At, uh... <laughs> so I, I want to ask you guys, obviously, okay, again, Crocodile this weekend. Not only is it going to be the new originals and, of course, Iron Dragon, a bunch of great guest stars are going to be jumping up on stage with you guys, like yes. Jeff Rouse from Guessing Game, Duff yep. McKagan's Loaded, a few other buddies as well, I believe, are going to be popping up too. Dan Tyson from uh, uh, Late um, September Dogs. Late September Dogs. Yeah, yep. yep. blanked out on that for a second. Uh, who else we got? You know what? You guys keep that a secret from me. So. Yeah, we keep it a secret. <laughs> You're out of the loop, bro. <laughs> just do the singer thing, okay? I just have okay? to announce them. So. Just show up and look pretty, lead singer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be on the bus, bro? Bro. Player. Player. And then also there's a, a, a tribute to a, a tribute band for um, Scorpions. Scorpion, Second yeah. Sting. Yeah. Second Sting, they're awesome. And then a yeah, band called fun. Avoid. Yes, they're they're young boys. Uh, Chase and I, uh, Chase and Tail and I, uh, used to coach those guys. 
So they're uh, they're coach them in what? Uh, rock <laughs> finding six t ball. Well, that and yeah. you know. Scoring groupies. All, all these kids have cold sores on their lips. You know, it's like, uh, so what you been learning, boys? <laughs> all yeah, the right exactly. moves. Let's run through the lineup of Iron Dragon. Of course, we got Kip Camaro, who's here. Again, these are birth given names. Uh, Rod mm-hmm. Steele, he's here as well. Then there's uh, Ray Ray Rocket, who's not able to make it. And then uh, Chase Entel. Chase Entel. Is the N part of the last name or is the N the middle name? I think it's part of the last name. Okay. Making We're sure that. Mr. Entail. Mr. Entail. Chase Entail. Is the end for never gets any or <laughs> no? Oh, short okay. for never gets I'm, any. I'm tail. being told that's not the case. Okay. That was rude. That was really rude. He's not even here to defend himself. He's my friend. I've given him piggyback rides on the weekend. And we, Excuse me. We tackle drunks. It's also, just something Chase and I do. Or I mean, yeah, Chase and Tail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love you, Mr. Culp. If you're out, there. I mean, Mr. Tail. Oh, can I start calling him Mr. Tail? Yes. Please. Mr. Intel. Yeah. Mr. Intel. When he walks me over, like, it's called Zero. And I'll call him Mr. Tail. I th- I'm into this now. Okay. All right. So originally the band was known as the premier 80s hair metal cover band, but you guys are writing original music as well. Yeah. We have like 12 songs now. So, Damn. Uh, yeah. And we're releasing a six song EP. June 30th is uh, our targeted date for that at the Crocodile. Nice. Yeah. So lots of stuff. Yeah. Lots. So are you... Okay, so you got the show on May twentieth, which is this Saturday, and then yes. June June thirtieth, which is a Friday. Yeah, that should be our CU release party if I can get the artwork done. So, are you guys just taking over the Crocodile every month? That, yeah, yeah. They give us residency. Every, yeah. Speaking of Vegas, residency man. Yeah. Wow, you're yeah. like the Britney Spears of Seattle. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. That would not suck. That means you have nice asses in a, a sold out arena. I'm working on my ass. Can I, I put, can I put your hair in pigtails, man? <laughs> yes. Just little white dress shirt. Maybe not. It's getting or, weird. Wow. Or, or shave my head. No, it's know. weird. Yeah, don't go down that weird, <laughs> like, that weird Britney phase where she shaved her head. Yeah. I'll give you an umbrella to chase off photographers with. Let's do that. Yeah, man. That, you should have a breakdown in the set where it's like the weird Britney breakdown moment, and I'll come out and sing since I have the same hairstyle as Britney. <laughs> <laughs> can I get you an umbrella to chase? people off with? Yeah. Like you know what's funny? Ago. What was it? Like six months ago our newest video dropped and I'm like, oh, Crazy Pants is back and then I was like, mm, do I do I masturbate to this? Wow. <laughs> she looks good. Brandy. She yeah. does look good. Yeah, she yeah. looks fantastic. Oh. Yeah, no one's mad at her. Oh, K- K-Fed blew it, man. Mm-hmm. K-Fed. Well, yeah, he no. didn't because he got two kids out of her. Well, then he did blow it. Uh. <laughs> 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 but on <laughs> stat jokes, <laughs> why don't we jump right into things? I'm curious. I'm, I'm excited to hear the original music that Iron Dragon is doing. You want to hear a little song? Yeah. Oh, uh, you got the reverb right at the end. I love it. What song are we doing? This one's called Bangs to Heaven. It's about the haircut in the 80s that girls had where they tease their bangs real high. You know? (laughs) They get the Aquanet out. Yeah, so we're going to have a little competition with girls uh, sending us their uh, bangs photos from the 80s. Very tasteful, though. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a whole different grooming discussion. (laughs) All right, let's do this. Let's try this. Okay. All right. She came from nowhere I like the way she styles her hair Cabriolet She's got the bangs Bangs to 
more turned Jeez. on by a man's fingers than I have man. when it comes to Kip Camaro. No, so, somewhere Zach Wilde blushed, man. Like midway through that solo, I looked over at Steve and we both ass. were like, whoa, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, shucks. at one point I was humping Glenn's leg. Yeah. You, so guys, excited. you guys make me want to buy hairspray, I'm telling you, man. I was banging his leg to heaven. Oh, man. Those that was, that was killer guys. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. I just love the dynamic of acoustic and electric. For yeah, the I song. Know, I didn't know this was going to work out. Oh, it's cool, oh, man. It's so this cool. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played guitar in 20 years either, so. Yeah. yeah. You're doing totally. just fine. I, I can almost keep up with you, dude. So you're doing <laughs> yeah. great, man. Oh, what look ifs. at you. You're doing it. Look at <laughs> you. Look at the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is awesome. Chiller, guys. Yeah. Wow, man. Right on. What brought the band together? Because obviously it's a love for 80s hair metal. Yeah, I mean, we started out as a as a cover band, and because uh, we wanted to make money finally at music, you know, <laughs> that that's why I'm going country. <laughs> that's right, Hootie. <laughs> that's right, man. Hootie in the window pane. Yeah, yeah we just uh, we started uh, doing originals about a year ago, and uh, and I realized that I'm really good at writing butt rock ribs and, <laughs> and singing about chicks. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd imagine like you know you're doing something that's working out really well with the covers mm-hmm. and, and and being in a room with four creative individuals at some point you got to be like can we write a real like you know not real but you know what yeah. I mean like can we write an original song cuz you yeah. know it's fun to play you know Dio and and Motley Crue and and whatever else that you guys are throwing in there but like it would be fun to also throw in our own creative input yeah yeah i mean i've i've always had to have that like that slim chance of hope that I could be a rock star, <laughs> a real one. You know, you still need that carrot dangling in front of you. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it probably won't happen, but we'll see. So, uh, uh, since, I mean, I hate to have you just do one song, so I would hope that you guys could do another song for us. Yeah, we can do a little ditty, a little ditty. 
Here's a little song. <laughs> getting better with the reverb button. <laughs> he knew that was coming. Oh, dude. Well, just watching you fall apart trying to do it was the best part. <laughs> fall apart. <laughs> you look like a drunk guy in the bar. Uh, our man Chip's really fighting for that straight face, kids. <laughs> Uh, I'm still buzzed from last night, but neither here nor there. So what song are you guys going to do? Uh, this one's called Just Trying to Get Some. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just love song. That's all. Just trying to get it's some. It's a love song. It's Iron Dragon again over at the Crocodile this Saturday, May 20th. Uh, get information about the show. Go, just go to irondragonseattle.com or find you guys on Facebook. Just type in Iron Dragon. I'm sure you can find the band that way as well. But uh, so we're just trying to get some. Yeah. <laughs> Iron yeah. Dragon on the Migscast. You and the girls are looking for something 
You guys are cracking up over there. It's a love song. <laughs> I didn't know I needed that song in my no, life dude. until right? I heard that song. No, I'm telling you, when you said you'd be doing song. rails off the small of their backs, <laughs> Steve and I like oh, almost no. fell over, man. Yeah, like we were over here holding on for dear life, not to laugh and ruin your performance. You made me laugh. I'm, I'm sorry, way. man. Like Steve and I just looked at each other like, Bro. did he just say that? <laughs> it's just like. I mean, I, honestly, I did not know I needed that song in my life, but I did, and I'm so I, I, that made me feel so good listening to that song. Like you know, like when you have a song that just makes you feel good, that song yeah. made me feel good. Like I could see that in like any kind of like coming of age movie where like you know like John some, Cusack's doing rails off some chicks back, <laughs> Jonah Hill, who knows? Like whatever era, it doesn't matter what era. Like I could see that song like in a soundtrack for a movie about some kids getting laid. <laughs> That is an awesome song. Oh, that's what we're going for, man. That the, demographic right that there. That freaking guitar solo. Everything. Scott, oh, yeah. guys. You guys are awesome. You were busy, but Steve and I were over here just punching it in with our jaws hanging open like, man, are you hearing that? Nice. Fingers of yeah. fury over oh, there. Oh, man. Kip can play some guitar, dude. Yeah, yeah. You guys I, missed it because it's an audio program, but he was just licking his fingers oh, yeah, suggestively. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. It's hot. <laughs> while, while looking at Rev, actually, who, who Rev held the gaze as long as possible and then looked away, I think. <laughs> and they'll either be today or, or definitely tomorrow. There'll be videos up. Uh, just uh, I'll post them up on Facebook and on YouTube and on, on my blog as well. That way people can see. You guys need to see I mean, this. Yeah. You do yeah. need to see. The guitar solo sounds awesome, but visually, it's such a trip to watch. Thanks, fella. <laughs> we're here to we're here to pump your tires. Oh, he's enthusiastic in the morning. No, that's good. That's good. We pump your tires, and you act like you don't care. Yeah, thanks, man. No you're, big deal. Whatever. Yeah, your yeah. compliments are beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to. Okay, so Iron Dragon again this uh, this Saturday, May twentieth, over at the Crocodile, and then again on uh, June thirtieth at the Crocodile as well. Yes. Uh, just look for them on Facebook, and I'll post a, a bunch of links as well on my blog tomorrow. Um, I, I got to throw you on the spot because you know you guys were known as the the premier '80s cover band here in Seattle. Oh, no. I mean, I, I love your original songs, but is there any chance you could do a cover as well? Oh, you're breaking my balls! Or you're breaking my balls! <laughs> I don't have my songbook on me. <laughs> I'm gonna make him do my, the trooper. My Bible. Can I? The trooper. I, I don't know if you guys do it. Uh, do this cover of this band, but do you, do you feel? I, I feel a faster pussycat influence in what Ooh, you guys are doing. I can name one song, and that's about it. Really. House of Pain was that one? Of I was yeah, just gonna say the yeah. solo. Is that the one that goes jump around, jump around? No, no yeah, wait. No, I'm no, sorry. No, that's no, that's that's song. <laughs> but is there a song that you guys would feel comfortable doing at this time of the day? What you uh, want? I have no idea. Um, dude, I'm blanking out. Okay, do you want to do the Trooper? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> play guitar too, buddy. He's gonna take a swing at you, man. You don't have to play guitar. I can got this covered, baby. I don't have my lyrics. However, <laughs> though, when you go to solo over like dead air, that's gonna suck. So uh huh. See. See. You could just do a solo. I could just kind of kazoo the root chords. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's gonna ruin things, maybe. Well, what songs do you guys typically do at the show? You know, we should make Glenn sing. Uh, uh, one skinny bop. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it just blows me away, man. You know, think about unskinny bobs. Just nothing more to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready no, to do. You got too many bob. bees in your honey. We, I was, in that video, I always wondered how he summoned those green laser demon women summoned on stage with him. So you know, because um, did they have lasers back? Then? I don't know. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> Projected via VHS cassette. <laughs> is it bad that I love the baseline to unskinny bob? Yeah. It yes, is. It actually, is it is. It, it is in bad. fact bad. <laughs> oh, screw you guys. Yeah. Okay. But that's <laughs> we're just shooting you straight, brother. <laughs> I, I seriously am running a blank here. I don't know what to play because yeah, we haven't rehearsed guitar with him other than these originals. We can so, do a lesson right now. You want to do a guitar lesson, yes? Yeah, let's work it out. Okay, Glenn can teach you. He's, right. he's a good guitarist. Yeah, this guy, I'd be like BB King. So what you do is you go. And then you go, and Kip be like, thanks. So. Got those covered, BB. Why don't you sit down on your stool and take a deep breath? <laughs> if only we had Bobby Doll here to lay down the bass lick. I'd wipe his mascara off and ask him to leave, man. <laughs> Sorry to all you Poison fans out there. Was he in Poison? Bobby? Yeah, okay, I don't know. Ricky Rocket, Bobby Doll, CC DeVille. I remember being a young, young man and a friend of mine, his name is Brian Carruthers, was like, dude, have you heard this yet? And he handed me the cassette tape. I know that's wigging a lot of people out there out. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, dude, those chicks are hot. Seriously. And I was, (laughs) we were in middle school or whatever. And he was like, no, 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 man, those are guys. And I'm like, "Mm." because I had already found sort of like Winwood and Led Zeppelin before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when the the hair metal thing started to happen, I was like, man, those guys can play, but I'm not sure I understand what's happening here. (laughs) You know what I mean? I had a giant door size poster. Like when they made those door size posters, a poison. Yeah. I'll punch it in. (laughs) Fred Michaels, either he's packing some serious lumber or he put a cucumber in that. He's seen Spinal Tap, man. He had a cuke in there, right? In foil, and you know what? Now I'm starting to. It's all starting to come together. Why my parents thought I was gay like, <laughs> for the longest time. No, actually, your mother would have been like, "Well, those girls wear a lot of makeup, but they're cute." Like, uh, should we talk to Stephen about the fact that he has four men on a giant poster wearing makeup and a giant sausage that's <laughs> that's only being hidden by spandex pants? <laughs> and I love wrestling. I, I remember having. The, I remember having the it's talk with my, my mother like it was literally the your father and I are wondering if you're okay. And at the time, remember in the media there was all that stuff about satanic cults it was uh-huh. a, a thing that went around in the media in the mid 80s like oh is your kid yeah. part of a cult and, you know and i'm drawing zombies and stuff and then everything's wall to wall like page plant hendrix axel slash among zombies and dead bodies and hands coming up out of the ground right. and, you know i was a teenager but it was a conversation like son do you know do we need to and i'm like Glenn, uh, i just you like all right i like to draw yeah everything's cool uh, i did this is a cruel thing that i did to my mother was for my birthday. She asked what I wanted, and I told her I wanted Easy E's uh, Easy Does It record. Okay. Oh, no. And when she, when she heard that coming out of my bedroom, she came. What is that? <laughs> and I'm like, it's the tape you bought me. Oh, dude. <laughs> you mean I bought that at the mall? There's people now. Oh, she was really upset, man. I think it was. It's the world's biggest D. It don't matter. Just don't bite it. That's when the bedroom door came flying <laughs> open. <laughs> you know. Uh, Who bought you this? Oh, yeah. Mom was. You did. She was mortified. Shoot. Oh, she was mortified, dude. She didn't confiscate That's the awesome. tape, but I, she was just so angry that I sent her into the mall to buy that for me. <laughs> so can you guys do an Easy E cover? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'd just be sitting here doing nothing. In the hood. <laughs> <laughs> what about Kiss? You guys- Kiss? Steve's a big Kiss fan. I am. What's your, what's your favorite song? Plaster Caster? From, um, uh, do You Love Me is my favorite of do- all the Kiss songs. You really like my limousine. <laughs> yes. But do you love me? 
You're a grown man. (laughs) (laughs) I know. My wife says that to me all the time. That is pretty judgy coming from you, Glenn. I'm sorry, man. I thought Kiss was neat when I was seven. By the time I was eight, I was like, huh. Uh, there's a, there's going to be a line of people outside now waiting man. to beat me up. No, no, one of my best friends. What is it about the people that I love that have curly hair? The, the questioning <laughs> whether or not I'm an adult. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just looking out for you, bro. She is too. It's no offense to Kiss fans, man. It just never connected with me. You know, The Grateful Dead's pretty amazing too. It just didn't connect with me. You know, and, I've, and a lot of friends are one of like I was going to say my best friend are they, back east, Gene Bonner, mm-hmm. The Dead. Yeah. Of course, okay. I don't know. You, you raise an interesting question, but I could also honestly just dribble and pass that back to you with the word Kiss written on it, like. I had a friend that was actually. Wait, am I the only one that likes Kiss in this room? I, I loved oh, Kiss as a kid. I love Kiss. Ah, <laughs> see, my man. Yeah, but and I realized that that you know Ace really wasn't that good on guitar once I got a little bit older. But but I still loved it. It was a show. It was, yeah, it was, that's it was what they are, dude. That, yeah, yeah it, it is a bigger than life. It's yeah. a performance. It's meant for entertainment. So yeah. I think that's the thing is I don't connect to it musically, but as far as the spectacle and what they've done, I mean, you got to respect it, totally. man. And you know what's sad is that I'm realizing the things that I love. Typically, are prefaced with "I loved blank as a kid." Like I loved wrestling as a kid. I still do. I loved kiss as a kid. I still do. I loved masturbating as a kid. Oh, I still do. <laughs> Just don't tell my wife. That's the one that she would have an issue. I'm throwing out any other bands. Like, well, come on, man. We gotta, we gotta have something here. Like, I gotta say for everyone that's planning to if come not, to the Croc, I'll, I'll, um, I'll have to throw in the towel. If you guys one. haven't seen these guys live, um, I think the first time I had seen you guys doing just the hair metal stuff. I was mm-hmm. really drunk. That's when you got me up to sing Kicks. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's what I was trying to think of. I earlier. was in a blackout. Um, yeah. uh, but you guys were fantastic. I was in a blackout. As far as I was. I'm sorry, I was. I was compl- blacked completely out. I was so excited that I remembered the lyrics later when I came to Cognizance and people were like, good job, 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 job. Thanks. <laughs> but, um, no, we did a, a pro, real small private party with uh, with these guys at Studio 7 for just like a small group of friends. Our yeah. buddy, it was our buddy's Carl's birthday, and they started busting stuff out. And, of course, I'm standing with Tony from Window Paint, and you guys went into the final countdown. And I turned to Tony, and I was like, dude, they're covering the final countdown. And we stood there for a minute and a half, and then he just turned and looked at me with his eyes wide and went, well. <laughs> like it's one of those things. It's one of those things where you want to giggle, but I'm telling you, everyone that hasn't seen Iron Dragon, they are so so good that you're going to start by going, oh, they're not going to play that midway through. You're going to Dude, they're owning that. Like the guys in Europe are somewhere crying, like, man, we never got it that good. <laughs> you guys, really, you guys are amazing. So everyone that hasn't seen Iron Dragon, I'm telling you, come oh, down, be a party. check this out. These guys destroy. It's so such a good show and just amazing musicianship. And do I dare ask if you can do the final is. countdown? Well, I'd have to play the keyboard part of the guitar, but oh, I can sit over and go.
Wow. <laughs> Matt, I, I love that. Like, I just threw it out there, and you guys are like, okay. <laughs> and, then we, and then we get that. And then we get that. Man. We're like, I'm trying to throw like like, like softballs. Like, yeah, kiss, something simple. Yeah. No, let's yeah. just do Europe's a final countdown on an acoustic and electric guitar. No problem. <laughs> that was sick. That was sick. Like, I imagine that's what it was like to be in a campfire with a bunch of like your 80s metal friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's that's sober a, this time. Yeah, that's a good point. It's the early part of the night. Later on, we'll do some rush. No. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> it's too early in the morning for that. <laughs> well, massive thanks to you guys. I really appreciate Kip Camaro, Rod Steele. Uh, you can check out Iron Dragon over at the Crocodile this Saturday, eight, uh, May 20th. And uh, they're going to be playing with the new originals, KSW's cover band, which is going to feature Glenn and also Thrill and Castle and Kyle Court and uh, Joey and a bunch of other, uh, Dale or Doc. Uh, yeah, we got Jen, uh, the mistress of booze. That's right. going to be singing some Bon Jovi. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a good time. So that'll be a yeah. lot of fun. Also, of course, We've got a uh, second sting, which is a Scorpion cover band, which originally is from. You said they were, they're from a different town, huh? Are they? Who? Uh, I think they're from here. Are they from Germany? They're from Renton. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's a different town. <laughs> Renton. We are second sting. Klaus, <laughs> I need your money. <laughs> and also a band called Avoid as well. So it's going to be a great night of music. Go check out uh, at the Crocodile this Saturday and get more information. Just uh, look up uh, Iron Dragon on Facebook or irondragonseattle.com. Cool. Thank thanks. you, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. That was a blast. Yeah, you guys were awesome, man. Thanks for coming in. Jub, jub. Thank you. Can't wait for everyone Word. to see this. This is killer. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, buddy. We're going to make you get up on stage with us on Saturday. I'm down. What are we doing? Kicks. Okay, I'll relearn it. Yeah. yeah. I'll relearn it. We have to yeah. relearn it, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, hey, no, if it doesn't work out, it's, it's a, you know, I'm from Western Maryland originally, and a good friend of mine, Dean Kramer, started a band with Steve Whiteman called Funny Money. Okay. And when De- Dean's a, a super sweet guy and a hell of a guitar player, but when he's not playing with his project, which is called Solo, like S-O-L-O-W, not yeah. like Han, but uh, he does Solo, and then he does Funny Money with Whiteman. Um, okay. So yeah, when you guys are like, you want to play Kicks? I'm like, man, that guy grew up like 10 minutes from me. Right. A friend of mine's in a band with him, and I had to come all the way to Seattle to the other side of the country to actually cover a kicks tune. Right. Which I probably would have told you the night of the show, but I was in a blackout. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe we'll see that on Saturday. See Glenn blacked out. Yeah, Glenn walked up to me and was like, Marilyn Whiteman, (laughs) solo. (laughs) Where's Han Solo? (laughs) I just hugged him and walked away. He made me nervous, man. (laughs) All right, let's do our voicemails, our emails, and our text messages. You okay over there? No. Yes. Sure. I don't, I don't understand the question. Let's just jump right into this because we had last week off and I want to get right into it. We have a lot of people texting in whether or not Glenn got a ticket <laughs> from two weeks ago. I. It's nice to know that but it's funny. Like It's always a good way to find out how many people listen. 
And not that everybody texts in, of course, but like I'm always curious who listens on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever. And I learned rather quickly that people listen rather quickly to our podcast. <laughs> a lot of folks <laughs> seem to wait for it because I'll get yes. posts Tuesday afternoon. Like, man, the show was funny today. I'm like, the show's up? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you just you know, did it, man. You're in a different time zone. Really, man? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And by like Tuesday evening, I looked just out of curiosity. I'm like, oh, let me just check. And it was like probably like 30 people already chimed in, which doesn't seem like a lot when you really, but like- That's a lot, man. It, it takes a lot for someone to text the show, email the show, voicemail. So that's a lot. Like yeah. I'm engaging from other times, like we usually get like a couple texts on a Tuesday. 30 right away was like, holy cow, people are really on to this. It's great to know too how many people are anxious to weigh in on whether or not I'm getting screwed. <laughs> right? I think that's, that's fantastic. So I mean, we got like, I mean, a lot of people are optimistic. Yeah. No ticket, no ticket, no ticket, no ticket, ticket, no ticket. So I figure what I'll do is I'll just kind of like scroll up and down, up and down, up and down. And Glenn, since it's, uh, you'll tell me when to stop. And whoever that is, I say we just call them and tell them that they want tickets to the window pane show. I'm into that. I'm okay, into that. Nice. But, yeah. But, uh, but first. Uh, so. Worst drummers ever. It's a mixed cast drum roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like senior citizen flatulence. Or maybe uh, me attempting to do in college. Wow! <laughs> Wait, I thought he couldn't say that. A, B, C, D. Don't you have to beep that? He can't say that. Why do you dwell on this stuff? Don't worry about because it, Because if I can't say it, that means he can't right, say it. my bad. Uh, it's me college, We're going to call right? it the That's Revs uh, cast from now on because apparently... Uh, our, our, and I don't think I could say the challenge thing either. No! <laughs> Way to go. I was going to edit it. You don't need to worry about it. I've got the paper over here. I just wanted to worry call him out. you, bro. Oh, well, I rat me out, huh, friend? <sighs> Way to go. We don't have Red on the show, and now you got post-production going on. I know, we got Cindy right? Brady yeah. over here. Yes. Mom! And then aren't we supposed to have our homework done today? Steve rubbed poop in my hair. <laughs> can't say well, poop. wash it out. Bro, you but, can't Mom! Say, you can't say poop. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm just kidding. You know, the <laughs> best thing about poop is if you say it backwards, it's not actually uh, something that has to be censored. Poop. That's a good point. Uh, no, I, I, that just came to me. Um, so anyway, uh, the, backwards the ruling word. was I did not. Did not. Nice. Woo! Congratulations. But today when I pulled up, that entire area now just has no parking signs. Oh, is it turning into <laughs> construction, I wonder? Uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's interesting. It's a fenced off driveway that isn't used, but for whatever reason, they don't want people parking there. But I think last week, everyone did what I did, because they probably all got tickets the week before. Yeah. Everyone went and paid for a sticker, put it in their window. So I think the cops came by and went, really? So the business owner now has no parking signs, like one every three feet. Wow. So that, that area has been eliminated. And to everyone that crept in on my magic spots over there at El Corazon. Um, We're on to you. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> We're man. slashing your tires after this podcast. No, no, no. I, you know, well, I, I am. I'm clear oh. down by REI. Um, yeah. No, you, gotta, you can get all your hiking gear for the walk over no, here. I discovered right? that REI hates the tall. Um, a friend of mine, because I burned through pants at work, you know what I mean? Uh, a friend of mine was like, dude, get these. They sell them at REI, blah, blah, blah. So I go to REI. And I'm like, hmm, I'm among... You know, the, the hiking granola, you know, running, right. running, jumping, climbing trees crowd. Cool. Right. Nice place. They don't like tall folk. Man, the longest- Did you go to the tree hugging section? I did. Okay. Big <laughs> and, and tall tree hugging You figure section. you need big legs to get your legs around a tree of age. But um, yeah, I think the longest pant leg I in seam I found was a 30. 
What? Yeah. It's just like Abercrombie. Yeah, that's about what I use because I, I low roll my pants. But like, I, I could have bought them and I'd be rocking some REI Capri pants kind of thing going on, man. <laughs> oh, I was you just got like, plumber's crack Dude, and I looked and looked and looked and looked. I'm like, okay, you guys hate tall people. What, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I was pretty bummed by that. I think I even put up a post about it a few years back. Like, you know, so declaring war on REI. Yep. Oh, you know, like they care, you know? They're like, yeah, um, <laughs> don't forget to pay for your parking. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm so dumb. Uh, I drive by that place all the time. I finally looked at the building, and I saw the sign, and it actually tells you what REI stands for. This whole time, I had no idea what REI stands what, for. What's what, it stand uh, for? Recre- oh, I was, I was thinking Recreation Rectal. Environment. Nah, I give it. I forget, actually. Oh, okay. That's the sad part. <laughs> Rectal Entry Incursion. No. Nope, that's incorrect as well. Rectal Entry Interference. It's not- Recreation Environment Institute. Retarded nope. entertainment, idiot. Rude. That's it. Actually, <laughs> you are right. Don't want to watch TV? You could walk. <laughs> There's nature. Here, climb this. <laughs> I fell. I'm hurt. Well, well. you would think like just by <laughs> Googling REI. Experience. Like, That's right. What does REI stand for? I just keep watching that. You see, I saw the movie. It was a true story about the dude that fell down in that canyon out hiking Oh, 127 and, hours. Yeah, and he had to saw his own, my own arm off. And I'm yeah, like, huh. brutal, 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 brutal. You know, Brutal, brutal. I, I think I'll just uh, not yeah, maybe, hike. Maybe go shoot some pool or something. You know, I, uh, you could put an eye out with the pool cue, man. I know, or get whacked across the back of the head with a right? one. Yeah, bar you know. fights. That's right. That's right. Dangerous right, out so there. What does but our- every time I go to play pool, George Thurgood walks in, throws his guitar <laughs> case down, <laughs> gets his pool cue out of his guitar case. I'm like, oh man, it's breaking on. out Lucille. Yeah, dude. It's Recreational Equipment Incorporated. Oh, oh how clever! Equipment. Right? How clever! I'm like, oh. Why did I never question this? Like, I I see REI, and I just never <laughs> thought, what does REI stand for? I'm recreational like, Equipment. Yep, Recreational Equipment Incorporated. Eh. It's an American retail. Hey, honestly, man, I gotta tell you. Oh, it even says it right here. That does not like tall people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually bolded. Yep, yep. Yeah, cool place. I mean, really, I walked around and was like, man, this place is awesome. I yep. really dug it until I realized I wasn't welcome. Because <laughs> everywhere I went. They got like backpacks and those yeah. little dongle things uh, yeah. that you attach to stuff. Dude, I tried a backpack ropes. on, and honestly, I, could, I couldn't get it over my shoulders. It was meant for a small, healthy person. <laughs> They've got tents, but they glad doesn't know. fit through the door. I looked for the Viking Hesher section, and there wasn't one, man. I was pretty. <laughs> they you know, need that. You know, no children allowed in the Viking. You have to pound a pint of, of uh, mead, mead before yeah, you go in, you, you know. Go. And just crush a yeah. giant 40-ounce steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's drink from this horn before you come in here. All right, you Must got pants? pillage to enter this area. So, yeah, I did not get a ticket. Let's see who's right, getting so their free show box I'm gonna tickets. I'm just going to do this, and you just tell me when to stop. Stop. Come time. All right, let's see. Oh, and I actually landed on someone that said no ticket. Nice. All right, so I'm going to, Rev, if you want to try and call this person. Yeah. Uh, it's the 4181 right in the middle that I landed on. It's red. It? Wouldn't that be funny? Red will answer. I <laughs> <laughs> just got off work. Uh, <laughs> I'm hanging out with strippers. I've been hanging out with Steve. That's why I sound like this. <laughs> it would be funny. We have Taylor from Puyallup hanging out watching the show. It would be funny if it actually was his. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I did text him. <laughs> now, oh, now, I feel, now I have to make eye contact with you. I'm sorry. Right, see if I did this. I right. feel bad. I wonder if they'll even answer. Right. This would be great. Watch. It's like you know. Answer Tony the damn phone. Kyle. Nope. No. <laughs> he just checked his phone. <laughs> My man. Will they answer? <laughs> Look. If It'll it, be Wyatt. If it's like anybody <laughs> normally looking at their phone, they're like, I don't know that number right now. Which is. You have reached Ken of K-Double Productions. I am unavailable to K-double. take your call right now. Please leave me a message. Being sure to include your name and callback number. Oh, yeah. I'll get back oh, to you as will. soon as possible. 6969. 
<laughs> the first thing you'll hear is Ken, it's the Migscast calling. It's Glenn. What's up? It's the Rev. No, it's actually a collections agency. You're late on your bill and we want our money now, mother effer. We're sorry to report that your home may be a crime scene, uh, so please don't enter the residence. <laughs> Ken, it's uh, the, the Migscast crew. Uh, congratulations. We picked your name randomly or your number randomly, and uh, you were correct in guessing that Glenn did not get a ticket. And you won yourself a pair of tickets to check out the window pane show. Do you have Ken's last name there? No, I don't, but I'll text him. Yeah, Ken, we're just going to need, what I'm going to do is you'll be on the window pane guest list, and it will be you plus one on the window pane guest list. So when you show up, just say, hey, it's me. You'll have to present your photo ID. June 3rd, 3rd, 3rd. That's right. And that last sentence rhymed. Sorry about that. <laughs> don't apologize for rhyming, man. You're a songwriter. You kind of do that. Yeah, I know. Oh, we're, right. we're still talking to him. Snoop Doggy Glenn. <laughs> yep. Glenn, 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 Glenn. Hey, how are you liking your voicemail, man? It's pretty cool. <laughs> voicemail man this is at the point Hold like on. i think he wants this on his voicemail Friends uh, are done. yeah i keep leaving uh, my real estate agent voicemails and like literally i'm leaving a message and it will beep and say you have reached your limit oh because all my messages like i don't know what to do you long-winded nah i know right glenn <laughs> shut the f up this is your voicemail there's a mouth-breathing long-winded guy on an audio program sorry about every that oh that everyone have you ever noticed when you listen to the mixcast you can hear me like vader in the background <laughs> You could, if, I've never noticed dude, that. Dude, if you put on 3D glasses, you can see the Reaper standing behind me <laughs> as I'm doing the program, you know? It might be like when I compress it, it, it like kind of levels everything out, so it brings the lows up yeah, and the highs like down. sound like a slee stack, yeah. <laughs> He's a slee stack. <laughs> Will, Holly, and Chaka. You know? You know what I love is that we're still leaving. Yeah. This is a mess. It's still going on, yeah. yeah. He's going to be like, why the hell is someone talking to me for five minutes? Like he's waiting to see with the voicemail so he could check because he's probably screening his calls right yeah. now. Actually, uh, here's the thing, man. You need to send us back the audio of this voicemail so we can play it in slow-mo on next pr- weekend's or next week's program. When do we do this show? Tuesdays. I'm just going to stop now. We can play it in slow-mo <laughs> and it'll be even less funny than it is now. So how are you doing today, man? Are you feeling okay? I'm What's doing pretty uh, good. I mean, how about yourself? I don't know. How's your, how's your foot? It's like a, person, pretty good, like I was, a personal podcast. I was talking him. to him since he can't actually answer any I'm of these questions. as Ken. Oh, you're answering as Ken. Yes, hi. Ken, what Ken. are you wearing, man? <laughs> well, you know, I'm wearing my usual pink loincloth. Oh, it. nice. I've got my hot pink thong. Well, in your defense, all that stuff was white. I told you not to wash that stuff with colors, man. <laughs> I, you know, I washed it with my Seahawks well, he, lo- he looked tough in the white loincloth, and now it's pink. I'm like, brother... You know. Right, and I got it at REI. <laughs> it's a little small, but that's all right. Uh, where do you guys carry your banana hammocks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the hammocks. No, no, different type of it's banana It's in the hammock. Viking Hesher section. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, thanks for the vote of oh, confidence. Oh, so you're done talking to Glenn? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Steve. I'm I didn't still hanging out with Ken. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Ken, I'll, I'll shoot you a text on your text, and uh, uh, just get your name your, your full name, and then we'll put you on the guest list, and we'll see you on June 3rd June over 3rd. at the show box yeah. for the big window pane show. It's uh, the passing of the torch. We're saying goodbye to Mark, Mark and we're Harris. saying hello to Kristen. And we've got, uh, well, this is still the message, so it's even more fun. Yes. We, we've yeah, got yeah, yeah. a really amazing set planned. We're doing all kinds of stuff that's going to make people go, what? We're doing some stuff, like some covers that we've never covered before. What? Um, Can you give us a little bit of a hint? Um, Are you going to do the final countdown by Europe? No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, um, we're gonna cover a helmet song. Nice. In the meantime, um, I'm not. I can't say. And we're gonna cover a p- pretty legendary Megadeth song. Believe it or not. Hello, you. It's Glenn Cannon. Hello, me. It's me again. But listen, I'm pretty sure that's not a cold sore. But you know, want to buy some Hello. coffee? <laughs> Hello, can you won yourself some tickets? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess we could hang up on. All right. Him. Fine. Bye, Ken. <laughs> you got bye, cat.
<laughs> Perfect. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll finish that. That's text. a good voicemail. That's one of those ones you keep from phone to phone to phone. You know. Except we took up all of his voicemail. Yeah, his space. data. He'll be like, my data's through the roof. I'm billing those guys. You jackasses. Yeah. Watch. He can't even go to the show. All that for nothing. He'll call us back. He's like, I can't go, guys. Well, we'll keep the list and we'll just torture someone else next week. <laughs> Fair enough. You know? Thanks for everybody for Please playing. keep your messages yeah, brief as fun. I am busy. Hey, it's the Migscast. And that's oh, it. no. <laughs> uh, we got a text message at uh, 253-271-4787. Guys, I need some advice not to be a whiner or anything. Mm. Life has been a real S show recently. I'm 18. I can relate to that. About to start college and basically my parents keep comparing me to my friend who is super smart and saying... Let's just call him Ken. Ken would have done it better on this test and stuff like that. Oh, basically, a friend and not even a sibling, right? Why would your parents do that? That's they, kind of a dick move. That's one of those things where I'm sure they just want the best for him. But Tiger Mom, it's translating into uh, unreasonable pressure. But yeah, continue, I mean, continue. sometimes your your plan of attacking your method isn't going to they, work. They, for they your probably kid. have the best intentions, but they're falling short, bro. But let's what. Go ahead, man. He says, how do I keep morale up when S hits the fan, and how do I get better at not really caring about what people think? It's something that uh, you guys seem to be really good at. Also, how do you deal with when your significant other is upset about something and you don't know how to help? That's from Jay, the Iowa podcaster. P.S. Glenn, where can I get a window pane shirt online? You guys don't have any upcoming shows in Iowa where I can get some merch, LOL. <laughs> um, so regarding the merch, here's the deal. The reason the only items online, I think right now are the, the drum heads and maybe a couple other items is we've depleted our inventory. We will be doing a massive merch inventory before the next event. Once we get that inventory in stock, it'll reappear on the website. And we do that so that, you know, we don't get an order for six shirts and we have no inventory to ship. And then a month, sense. a month later, it's like, Hey man, um, I ordered my shirt. Yeah. We're still waiting for the manufacturer to produce. So I'm still waiting for my window thong. <laughs> window thong. I, <laughs> It just says window on. There's not enough room. Right. Yeah. It. Well, we, we print it on the <laughs> back. That much we print it on the back. So when he, when he bends over, you just see W-I-N at the top of the, uh, the joint there. <laughs> yeah. In the back, I've got all the real estate you need. In the front, not working with much. I'm thinking of those crappy Roethlisberger memes where it's the, the chick wearing the, the, the big fat chick wearing yeah. Roethlisberger on the back of her ass because it's so big. Yeah, on the back it's Texas, on the front it's New Hampshire. That. <laughs> That's all I got, man. Sorry. That's all I can work with. Uh, so I would imagine after June third. Yeah, or even before, man. It's okay. a, you know, it's a matter of um and we're we're still trying to figure out because uh, we we do work with a fantastic uh the guy that does all our merch for us and many a time. Um, it's coming into a big event where we need a big order, and he will front us the order, or sometimes we will pay in front of the order. It depends on what's going on with our accounts, and yeah, all this rock and roll stuff you see on TV, they don't tell you about any of this stuff. But um, yeah, before or definitely after, if you get on windowpane.net, I guarantee you'll see a full representation of the merch line back nice. up. We just don't have inventory right now, so rather, that's what we'd run into. People would order, we wouldn't be able to fill the order, that's not a position we want to be in, so that's why items appear and then disappear. I like that we focused on like the uh, the, the windowpane merch, but not the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. You know, uh, and regarding your life problems, um, whiskey. Ah, deal no. with it. Well, the, the first Suck thing, it up, yeah. buttercup. I'm uh, kidding, I'm kidding. Out of my out of my own personal thing, the, the best way to prove to them or do whatever and deal with them is just like everything you do is to say F you to them. <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to prove you wrong by doing all of these things my way. I mean, that's that drives me still to this day is my yeah. dead grandfather not believing that I can entertain anybody. And he's still right. But I mean, <laughs> you know, he doesn't need to know that because he's dead. Wow. Well, and, and bro, like to, to put it in perspective, right? So my mother, um, 
was a teacher and then she went on and got her, her master's degree and like a, a whole and then she went on to teach teachers how to teach and she was even teacher Whoa. of the year where they gave her the big glass apple and all this crazy stuff so that was the house I grew up in when I was very young my mother had me IQ tested so I literally had to deal with a oh, wow. literal I know how smart you are. The problem for me was I'm also ADHD. School is boring. So what I would do is I'd get into all the advanced classes. I'd get straight A's the first quarter to prove to my mom I could do it. And get bored with it. And then it would be C's and D's. She's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I already proved I could do it. I don't see the point in continuing. I was so smart that it caused me trouble, man. But you talk about, and mom and I work things out, you know. um, Now Glenn's like, the only C's and D's I care about are my women. (laughs) (laughs) Oddly, there's some truth to that. It's 100% true with me. You know, of course, they all they all rate my performance as a C or a D, so, uh, you know. Um, I feel you. There's, there's an F joke there, but I'm not going <laughs> to. But um, no, man, um, it, I really, I would, I, I'd like to believe that your parents, they just want the best yep. for you. Um, the way they're going about trying, you know, oh, Timmy got straight A's. Why didn't you get straight A's? And they're. They're just people, man. That's one of those things when you're 18, you don't quite see it as clearly as you will when you're 25 or 35 or 73 like we are. Um, but um, <laughs> 73 and you a get to a point where you look at your mom and dad and you go, oh, you're just some dude or you're just some lady that had a kid and you got thrust into this. There is no manual. I don't care if you read Dr. Spock's book or not. There's no manual. So I want to assume that they're trying their best. But because they're just people, bro. They're, they're just learning. people, and they mm-hmm. want the All best the for you. They don't. They they're trying that. I'm sure to motivate you, um, or or to, to they just want you to have a bright future, bro. So what I would say is, in those moments when you're receiving those criticisms, and you're like, man, that kind of stings, and I'm not that kid. I'm not as smart as that kid, and and and. Try and just let it roll off your back and remember that while these are authority figures in your life right now, later they're going to transition into friends. You'll find that they are going to transition from authority figures into friends as you continue to grow old. Or you can just move them out of your life. Yeah, or depending on this. And I've got some bros who are like, yeah, I've been talking to my dad in 10 years, best move I ever made. But um, try and just let it roll off your back and be like, you know, mom's just a human being. She just wants the best for me. She's not trying to hurt my feelings or make me feel bad or feel judged. Um, All you can do is do your best. Um... You know, when you're a teenager, uh, you're 18 years old, you know, your knee jerk is to just step up to that confrontation and be like, you know what? F you. Why would you? Um, you're not going to get the best results out of that, homie. <laughs> you know, yeah. and that, that's what you want to do because your heart and soul tells you life is hard enough. And now you're getting all this pressure. Just do the best you can. And if you can let it just let it roll off your back, man. And then. The other thing uh, you mentioned was you've, you've got a significant other that's dealing with a problem or something going on. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to help. Um, I know that road in a way I will not discuss in detail. The only thing you can do is be patient and supportive and loving, especially if this has nothing to do with you. Just be an ear for her yeah. to talk to. Um, offer advice if it seems prudent. And you might say something you think is perfect and get your head bitten off for it. Just be patient with that. Because, again, you're just dealing with a person that's dealing with A lot of times, they, they just want a sounding board. Yeah. yeah. And, and we don't need to fix yeah, whatever right. the problem is. You can't. Is. Sometimes you yeah, can't exactly. fix the problem. Exactly. You know what's funny is like I always wanted to be the fixer. When I realized that mm-hmm. not always mm-hmm. they want things to be fixed, it, it, it does alleviate a massive burden off of your shoulder. If you're just going into it like, oh, she just needs a sounding board. She just needs a vent. 
it's a lot easier to stomach than when like you feel like I got to give advice and then you give advice and it's not received well and you're like, well, son of a bitch, what the hell am I even talking then for? It, it, it's simple enough too to let that individual vent and then just say, you know, whatever is appropriate, man. I'm so sorry. But the one yeah. that, that works like a charm is: is there anything you need from me? Is there anything I can do? And if they need or want you to do a thing, they'll and tell typically you. Typically, they want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> peanut butter fabanema sandwich. And uh, I, I really can't say anything more than what Glenn said about when your parents are comparing you to your friend. I think you're 100% on board. The only thing I would add is if it continues, buy some cocaine, put it in his pocket without him knowing, alert the cops to it. Now you're better than him. Damn. Problem yeah. solved. There's some Heisenberg well, he, stuff right there. You know, um, <laughs> you know, it's time <laughs> to thing, show Ken his true dude, colors. If it, if it gets to a point, and you'll, you'll, you'll probably blow their minds. If it gets to a point where you just can't take it, just sit them down and say, Mom, Dad, look, I know you want the best for me. I know that you're just trying to motivate me, but I need to share with you that when you compare me to Timmy or whoever. Ken, it's Ken. The Ken that won tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Ken win um, tickets? Why can't you it, win tickets? It, it hurts my feelings. It demoralizes me. It makes it even more challenging for me to do my best. So I know that you're just trying. And they're going to, their parents, they're, they're going to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a teenager. Um, but if it gets to a point where it's really, really messing you up, sit them down and say, Mom, Dad, listen. I know that you're just trying to motivate me. I know that you want the best for me. I know. But the way you're going about it is actually hurting my feelings and demoralizing me. So maybe rethink your approach. And I just want to dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted was a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy. <clears throat> Sorry. I was singing. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Red, Red looked at me like, no, actually, you <laughs> are. Uh, yelling that, you're going to be all right, brother. You, you know, uh, and if it doesn't work through the I tell you, the man, pocket, you're, you're eight, eight, seven times. <laughs> that's right. Trust me, my parents never thought of Chris Gavigan the same that's after right. that. We know some folks. Yeah. But, dude, you're, you're, you're 18, and I can promise you that the next five to eight years of your life are going to be like you're a boxer's speed bag. You're just going to get, there's going to be ups and downs, and you're going to get your head bitten off and spit out, and that's what you're coming into, bro, and that's just the way it is. But find good friends, find good company, um, and just try and tell yourself, man. that And stay away from Ricky. Yeah. Uh, there yeah, we I know. go. He was a young boy. He had a heart of stone. Yeah. I was worked nine to five, and his fingers to the bones. Yeah. so weird, because I was thinking of that in my head. And then you just started playing it. Yeah, once you said 18, yeah, 18 I'm like, 18, why? 18, and like, where's, where's Iron Dragon when we need them? Yeah. <laughs> you got to roll the arts. Ricky was a young boy. Ricky? He had a heart of stone. <laughs> Ricky. When I was in I'm high like school. you, Texter. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, I dated this gorgeous chick named Sherry Benson. Oh, I was going to say Ricky? She looked exactly like Sebastian Bach. <laughs> and she was hot. She was really sexy. Sebastian Bach looked hot at, during this era. Uh, I'm oh. just throwing that out there. As, like, you know, how confusing were the 80s for you guys? I mean, I was yeah. in single digits. I didn't care about anything but my He-Man. It was tough. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you brought up, uh, did we, yeah, we poison. Look what the cat dragged in. I mean, yeah. how many dudes cranked it not realizing they were dudes? Oh, my God. Well, once I heard the record, guy. I knew they were boys, but I saw the album cover and went, man, those chicks are hot. My buddy right. Brian was like, Glenn, but those dude, are guys. And hey, I was man. like, I don't understand this. Like, you got to think somebody owned that record and, like, a sibling saw it and it's like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Well, the, the girls, bring this the to girls, the bathroom. Uh, Vixen? Was yes. it Vixen? Wow. The yes. chicks in leather and spandex? I, they were really, hot. I was way into Vixen. Don't own the albums, but. Lena <laughs> Ford, of course. Oh, I used to. I think I've shared this on the cast before. I used to masturbate furiously to the Kiss Me Deadly video. 
seriously. Oh, dude, I would. It's kind of how I do it with the mix cast. I go home and listen to it, and I would almost rip the head off. I mean, you talk about roughing up the suspect. Lita Ford would come on, and I was going to town. Pet the bunny, George. Oh man, I wanted to just fall asleep in her backside for all time. <laughs> Lita, if you're out there, derails. She's you, coming to town. She's a badass. She's, she's doing, a great uh, guitar player. She's an amazing singer. Everything about her is pure attitude. She is, and she's an older woman now. Man, I bet she's still hot. Oh, I guarantee you. She's I've seen still some hot, pictures bro. of the, like the promo shots of her still. At, yeah, yeah. Well, she, I think Lita Ford, man. I think she's doing the Clearwater Casino. I know she's doing it's, a casino. Just go to KISW.com. There's yeah. a, on the banners, on the front page, there's a picture of Lita Ford. Click on it. You can get all the information. All right, we could stop that song. <laughs> uh, we got an email, themigscast at gmail.com. It's from Kathy. She says, hey, guys, I thank you for the awesome show. I really love Glenn's stories, since he's always telling one whether it's planned or not. <laughs> he just won't shut up. I think you guys should set aside time for Glenn to tell one of his stories. Call it Storytime with Glenn. I feel like the podcast is Storytime yeah, with Glenn. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> yeah, is. There's no, there, we don't need we don't, need a, yeah, we don't need a whole segment. He just Glenn opens his mouth and he talks and he tells stories. <laughs> That's, That's what, awesome. That's it why works. they regretted me having me join the program. Yeah, for, hell no. Never. Like, oh, it would have been a good show, but Glenn got rolling about that time he asked his pants at the car wash. And no, those are great stories. Uh, thank you. Stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do look forward to them. Trust me. <laughs> never second guess that. Uh, this person said, uh, I, "Hey, actually, even says wrestling quota as the subject. <laughs> Did you see Corey Graves taking a shot at Tom Phillips on social media on his social media?" a scandal. So you guys don't know the whole story about Tom Phillips. This story is unbelievable and you don't even need to be a wrestling fan to find this awesome. Tom Phillips recently had he's one of the uh, play-by-play announcers for the WWE. Younger guy. Probably like mid to late 20s I would think. He's really good on the mic and he recently was in the middle of some controversy because I don't know if he was married or not. I think he might be with someone but he was sending a direct message. Maybe he's not even married. I I don't want to throw that out there because I don't know. But he was sending an inappropriate uh, Twitter direct message to a woman while he was on a flight. It was a four-hour-long flight. And in the message, he said, and it made and the, the woman, I guess, I think he might be in a relationship because this is her way of being like, what the F? Screw you. I'm going to So he sent you. it to the wrong woman? No, he sent it to someone that he was like hollering at on the side. Oh. Kind of one of those things. Okay. And, it's, and I quote, and I'll have to bleep myself. I'm in my seat, and this is on the plane, sending a direct message to some chick. I'm in my seat with a massive erection and a four-hour flight ahead. I'm going to face blank the blank out of you was sent to this woman. Wow. Well, that got shared, of course. I'm going to face blank the blank out of you. Yes. I don't know, man. Even girls that... I. I don't, I don't know if naughty girls even find that to be a hot... Naughty girls, and I like me a naughty girl, and in my entire life, and all the women I've encountered, I've never talked to any of them that way, unless it was in the moment and appropriate. Yeah. But uh, I just don't... Again, you can say hot stuff without being a Explicit retard. or obscene, and, I guess, like that. And yeah. I'm a yeah, fan man. of... Like, I, um, you know, in my single days, I enjoyed some phone sex and some inappropriate text exchanges and, and uh, well, instant messenger back in those days. Oh, yeah, the, right. the mutual phone fapping uh, oh. was a thing that... <laughs> and we would get pretty raunchy, but I never said I'm going to face blank the blank out of you. And just so you know, he is engaged. Oh, like Looking you. at news reports right now, he is engaged, which throws a big wrinkle into that whole uh, thing. The wedding may be delayed. So... This happened. It's big news a few months ago. Uh, fast forward to a few weeks back, uh, him and Corey Graves, who, if you listen to the Migs cast episode where I was at WrestleMania, one of my favorite interviews was with Corey Graves. That guy is awesome. The savior of misbehavior. That's what he used to call him when he was a wrestler. Well, 
Corey Graves decides to bring real-life conversation into their spiel on the air and, and references this instance. Ooh. And it's so awesome because Tom Phillips seems like he doesn't care. He's like laughing as Corey Graves throws this out there. I have the audio of it. So it's in the middle of one of their matches where... Um, uh, I wonder if he's still engaged. Maybe that's why you can laugh about it now. Maybe, or maybe he was just so awkward he didn't know what to do. So Noam Dar <laughs> is wrestling a guy by the name of Rich Swan. They have a little bit of a storyline because Noam Dar in the, in the world of wrestling, fake stuff, stole um, Rich Swan's girl, Alicia Fox. And so Tom, Tom Phillips is on talking about this situation, saying he's a Euro trash pervert. How could he steal the woman from this guy? You know, hamming it up for the, for what's the a, show. What's, what's Alicia Fox look like? Hot as F. I'm just she Alicia puts the Fox. Fox and Fox. Yeah, right. You know, sexy. I'm figuring it's not you know Pizza the Hut. I'm yeah, thinking yeah, Alicia right, yeah. Fox. It's like, not Alicia Elephant. It's not like when you have a, a a huge guy and you call him Tiny, and it's an opposite. <laughs> like, she's called Fox because she is a fox. Yeah, understood. So here's the moment where then Corey Graves responds to the whole Euro trash stuff, and Tom Phillips trying to act all high and mighty, and Corey Graves just not so subtle, basically outs him for what happened. It's not like Dar was sending DMs on Instagram to people that he shouldn't have been. There's nothing, you know, embarrassing about what he's done. He simply stole the heart of a beautiful woman from Cedric Alexander, who was neglectful. Didn't show Alicia Fox the attention she truly deserved. Yeah, Cedric Alexander was a terrible boyfriend. Didn't care about Alicia Fox at all. A lot longer flight than four hours for Dar. <laughs> So here we go, Swan. You can hear him like struggling not yeah. to laugh. <sighs> wow. I love that. That's hilarious. Like he's just like, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm calling you out. The moral of the story is it's hard to get away with stuff in the future, which is now. And it's gonna be weird because I mean, like, for the casual person, it's just gonna go right over their heads. Right. But if you know and you are oh. like a mark in wrestling yeah. and you know what's going on. And for those that don't know, Mark is a, hu- a huge super fan. Yeah, me. super fan, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm a mark. I and, thought that you were the person that a hitman kills. <laughs> <laughs> you just turn the mark. Weird. The they, mark. They, they call him the mark. Oh, well, I'm not that. Are you sure? Don't kill me. I've I've got got a, I just like wrestling. I've got a yeah, big yeah, check yeah, in my yeah, pocket and a yeah. shiv that says you could, in Son fact, be the mark. Bitch. I just want to be a fan of wrestling. Why do I have to be that, too? Fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fart. Yeah, we're going to go for a walk in the woods. Only one of us is coming back. You, you following me? I want to listen to that again because I yeah. love There's that awkward that pause weird where pause. you can tell, like, Tom Phillips was speechless. Like, I can't believe you just did that to me. It's not like Dar was sending DMs on Instagram to people that he shouldn't have been. <laughs> Which is great right there. Like, yeah. He could have just left it at that. Like, I would imagine Tom Phillips' fiance is like, damn straight, Corey, I'll have sex with you. <clears throat> or maybe not. She's under the desk right then, actually. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing, you know, embarrassing about what he's done. He simply stole the heart of a beautiful woman from Cedric Alexander, who was neglectful. Didn't show Alicia Fox the attention she truly deserved. Yeah, Cedric Alexander was a terrible boyfriend. Didn't care about Alicia Fox at all. A lot longer flight than four hours for dark. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so brutal. Now let's like, really pay attention. You can hear a snicker. I have to imagine that it was Tom Phillips. Right there. Yeah. So here we go, Swan. <laughs> yeah, down, yeah. Down, he down, turned down. his mic off. Dramatic he was pause. Yep. And he's trying to get back. He's trying to get himself together. It's not himself. often that wrestling announcers are speechless. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> and it blew up all over the internet. Like everyone's just like, Corey Graves was already my favorite announcer. He just became my favorite by a landslide. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> the moral of the story is when you're super wound up, which happens to all of us, 
I know that the blood flow has been redirected. And I know that the other brain is now receiving more blood than the primary brain. Mm-hmm. But try and think. Take, and, take a moment and think. And don't say you're going to face blank someone. Yeah, that's yes, out of them. Yeah. Like on DMs. Like, here's the thing that people don't realize. If you said that to somebody while not tasteful at all, it's saying it to them. Whereas this is on print. Where they can take a screenshot, <laughs> yep. post it back on yeah. their Instagram for all of their fans with all the WWE hashtags, and then it goes and it goes Viral. worldwide, and then think? all of a sudden you're like, oh, what do I do other than, well, I guess put my Instagram private, and that's it. And it, it probably wouldn't have happened if he did just use a little bit of self-governing and, you know. Like, I want to make sweet love to you. you uh, well, you don't even I'm have to. You can go a little darker than I'm that. give it to you. But there, there's a line that you can draw that makes things sort of really sensual and dirty and ooh. Or you can throw a brick like he did. Use more emoji. Yeah, I want a stool on your chest and take photos. Yeah, that's not going to go over well, man. <laughs> do I dare throw this out as a challenge to our, our listeners? Remember when we... Uh, uh, when I w- somehow we were talking about something and it was like I jokingly said, "Oh yeah, when you land after you've a flight, you should respond and send your significant other a text that says just landed, bitch, and see how they react." <laughs> well, Uche, one of our fine listeners, one of our fine Titanic douches, <laughs> actually like listened to he what I said it? and he did it and screenshot it and sent it to us. It was one of the greatest things ever. Because how'd was, it go? She was like, "Huh?" Yeah. <laughs> with this Sorry, one, I meant to send it to yeah. my mom. Yeah, with this one, I will respectfully decline. Yeah, I'm not doing this one. <laughs> this oh, is not a mixed no, cast challenge no. that I will be a part Anyone of. Anyone who does that deserves to be, I don't even know, like, I think you would You'll have... You'll be in a lot of trouble like, at the very least. And we'll send you, like, a, a gold star sticker to put on your own <laughs> head for no, being the I, greatest I, listener of all time. I can, I can do it, you know, like, you just landed and then, you know, do the biatch. Well, yeah, that. Yeah. And then she'll get a giggle. But if I just had to put straight up, yeah, no. And man. then don't do the yeah, don't do no, this one. No, at that's all. that's not the challenge. The challenge is you have to text your significant other and say, "I'm going to face blank the blank out of you." <laughs> and you can even write blank. You don't even have to say the curse. What's words. rad? That would be funny. And here's the thing: uh, uh, we <laughs> at the mix cast would like a photo of your significant other only if she's like, "I'm down." Oh, yeah. We want to see this girl. Yeah. We want to high five you. Sounds good to me. Yeah, right. Anyone does that, we have nothing to give you. I'll give you a t-shirt. We're going to make it statue, man. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of t-shirts, I I realize that we still have Migscast t-shirts for sale in the rock shop. Just go to KISW.com. They're super cheap. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. There's Migscast t-shirts? Yeah. Did I give you one? I don't know. know. Yeah, I gave you one at London Bridge Studios. You did? Yeah, the gray one that has the Migscast logo. Oh, you did. My wife wears it all the time. You That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't remember getting it, because Tommy, I gave it to Tommy. She wears it all the time. I am planning on taking our current logo and making a shirt out of it to hopefully have ready and for sale Ooh. at MigsFest. Yes. And October 14th. Thank plan- you. Guys, sorry, just... Mm, October 14th. Yep. Keep that date available. It's going to be over at Studio 7. We'll give you that much information. Of course, Window Pane will be there. Our band, Bruiser Brody, will be making its triumphant That's debut. That's right. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping to make some shirts, and then whatever proceeds made from the shirts, I want to donate to probably an animal shelter of some sort. Maybe Motley Zoo, or probably Motley Zoo, since we've done a lot of cool stuff with them. I figured that'd be really cool. Raise some money, and also get our our new logo out there for people to wear. Yeah. So Glenn's keep, curly hair. That's right. That's right. So keep October 14th free. Migs Fest is coming back, and it's going to be awesome. Migs Fest 2, Electric Boogaloo. And it's going to be electric. That's going to be. It's going to be rad. Right, you guys want to do a voicemail? Okay. All right, let's check out a voicemail. 
Oh my God! Those expensive movie theater popcorn and candy. I mean, come on! Really? Those tickets are already fifteen dollars. What else do you want from me? More Am money. I made of money? Obviously not. She sounds hot. Ugh. You say that every time. Yeah, but she really does sound hot. Every single time. It's the same person. I want to take her to a movie. (laughs) Well, bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's a forever soundbite right there. (laughs) Hey, Steve, how do you feel about X? (laughs) Right. See, I don't. Was get, that the whole message? Did you stop? I don't yeah. get mad about. I don't get mad about the concessions at the theaters, man. That's how that most of them pay for their stuff. Honestly, um, I got hooked on the. I don't really do popcorn anymore. Yeah, um, I try to stop. What do you do? I got hooked on the nachos Ooh. with the good cheese, and then they'll yeah. give you as many jalapenos as good you want cheese. for free. Oh yeah, it's, I'm sure it's just you know yeah. processed plastic. <laughs> But, uh, but dude, yeah. I'll, I'll be like, I need jalapenos. And they'll give you like 12. Sometimes you can dish out your own ration, which I prefer. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. But I'll mm-hmm. sit in my mouth watering. I will sit there and eat those jalapenos like they're popcorn. Yeah. That has become Jeez. my thing. He's hardcore, man. Oh, my wife used to just be like, how can you do that? How can you yeah. do that? And I finally like, try one. And she's like, no, I don't want to suffer. And I'm like, try one. I don't want to suffer. <laughs> you know, I'm going to face the ass out of you. Yeah, you, you married me. <laughs> um, but yeah, now she, now her and I both sit there and eat those. You just got to remember never to rub your eyes. Oh God, um, no! Or touch your unit. Yeah, if don't you touch have your to junk. pee during yeah. the film because it'll or be covered in the gist. Play the uh, but, <laughs> popcorn dude, how, trick. Speaking of popcorn, how about my wife got uh, her popcorn confiscated from her when we went to the Seattle Thunderbirds game on Friday night? What my was wife she doing? She brought her own like that boom chicka pop popcorn. She put it in a little oh. bag, put it in her purse, and of course they check women's purses, and they see like, ma'am, you're not allowed to bring outside food. And of course, I know not to say anything. Once I take it inside, it won't be outside food. That, that's a very good point. <laughs> Why got to be like that? And it's not about, about us trying to like sit nickel and dime them. It's just their popcorn, which we would love to thirty-seven fifty. Well, and b- a crap of butter, <laughs> ton and of butter, calorie content, oh. and the fact that it's. And, yeah, that. But my wife is not like one of those people that likes to let the world know that she's vegan because she knows that typically, whenever she says, "Hey, I'm vegan," people respond by going. And that's not her thing. So she she almost is like embarrassed to say that she's vegan because it it just people react weird, like as if she's an alien. Like you're one of those vegans. Yeah. How do you live? And it's like, do you like this? Yeah, it's a vegetable. Of course, I like that. You can't eat pizza. No, it's you don't cheese like on it. pork rinds. What you don't? Pizza's like, not a vegetable. You don't like. You can eat fish though, right? No, vegan. Fish, fish is not meat. Kurt like, said oh. they don't have feelings. Th- that's right. <laughs> it's okay to eat fish. They- well, anyways, so I want to say, yo, she, the popcorn is not buttered. That's why, and she's vegan. And- when starting a dialogue with security, it's always best to start with the word yo. Yo, yo, <laughs> what up, brah? <laughs> so, anyways, of course, I don't say anything. I watch it get thrown away, and I was sad because I was really looking forward to eating some of that as well. Uh, but I was like, ah, oh, man. You you got in trouble. <laughs> Sucks for you, wife. <laughs> As they take the switchblade out of Steve's purse. <laughs> I got in with my gun. No problem. Love gun. They let me keep the gun. Love they gun. took the magazine. <laughs> Let's check out another voicemail. Hey, guys. Hey. It's been about a year now. She and, sounds hot. Well, the old cast has changed over to what is now the new cast. And we've been blessed with uh, Glenn. Not, you know, he's kind of covering two. Rolls as one person doing all that fun uh, I'm stuff. like Sybil. And I'm covering 23. The <laughs> new talkie with the cars and they do love muscle cars. It's true. Stoner drinker with the for covering for uh, mono Nick and so he's like mono shelf. <laughs> Hi mono shelf. I'm just mono. I don't feel well and I don't like bright lights. <laughs> I say it's been fun. 
Got it by kissing. Is anyone else expecting like a giant butt? Yeah. Okay, because I'm, I'm feeling like I, I'm, I like maybe I'm just like a, a, maybe I'm just I always assume everyone just is going to think the worst. So I'm like, wait, I'm waiting for the bomb to drop. Especially since he's complimented me so far, I'm waiting for the yeah, right. right. But yeah. this is my last episode I'm ever going to listen to. You guys are ugh. right. Go through the change and keep working forward. And Glenn, hopefully everything with your house is working out, man. Oh, really thanks, bro. That that's a positive story and not a negative. Thank you. I'm hoping for you, man. Talk to you later, guys. He didn't butt oh, us. Nice. That's killer. Dude, He's just thanks. a nice person. Thank you, bro. Thanks for coming back to the podcast. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much for embracing Glenn, and thank you for listening. Yeah. I, Dude, I, thanks. I was waiting. I wonder if that's like something like amongst his friends. Like They're all like, okay, when's he going to say he hates us? When's he going to say, thank you, dude. That was awesome. Hey, I, thanks, brother. I was expecting that you were going to say something mean Steve at Steve expects end. that everyone hates him. So. Bro, it really is a problem. It's gotten worse. I assume everywhere I go, everyone's going to hate my guts, and I don't, I don't know why. I, I think it's just the, the freaking trolls of social media have conditioned me just to think the worst. We love your guts. It's the outside of you Thanks. we don't care for. Your <laughs> insides are fantastic. It's even like in the world of wrestling. Like I've been so lucky to get to know and, and, and be now welcomed into the Seattle independent wrestling scene from doing the Defy Wrestling. You're and, a superhero, And getting man. to do 3 two, one Battle, which we never got to talk to, which is an unbelievable experience. But uh, like I just assumed when I first showed up there, like they were all going to be like... <laughs> Why are we letting this idiot in? And I and, and they're stoked to have you. They dude. are, and yeah. it's like, and I've been so lucky. I, I'm so like, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I've been so like blessed is a great word, and I hate to use like that same word. Like, Hashtag blessed, right? But I feel super like I've been so lucky to meet these people that are are in the wrestling community. They've been nothing but great and, and welcoming to me, and they're so interesting and fun to be around. Like they're, they're so, so enthusiastic. Uh, I love them all. I love them all, and 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 I mean that. Like and even like there was like a podcast I enjoyed listening to called um, uh, uh, Off the Heels Wrestling Podcast, and they just actually, of course, I'm like geeking out about it. And they just said, "Oh, we're going to take an extended break because people <laughs> on our podcast are getting married or having kids and stuff's going on." But I met some of them at the last three to one battle, and they were like, "I can't believe that you listened to our podcast." Oh, and, that's cool, man. And, I, and I, they're like, we're big fans of yours. I'm like, oh, crap. I just assumed you guys hate me, too. Like, I don't know why. It's a bad issue to have. It's because you read the text messages every day. It is, yeah. man. Like, it, well, it, you yeah, have to read dude, them, man. man. For the, Reading the comments. hundreds of thousands that love your program, the people that are going to reach out and say something. Are the negative ones. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. Well, you've right. watched me deal with it in window pane, yep. man. I've got 10 people that make me feel like I should throw myself off a bridge. And then 10,000 that are like, yeah. Glenn, I love yeah. your stories. Yeah. You're so, packing out places. Is people are cheering for you, but you see one person who makes a comment who will probably yeah. never go to the stuff anyway because they're they're just you know shut ins. I mean, talking from experience here, but you know that they will <laughs> totally really just feel. freak out and be like, "Oh, you suck!" Blah 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 blah, and you don't, you don't see the forest for the trees. I, I would hope yeah. that by now Steve has learned to look at me and do what. The opposite of whatever it is I'm doing. It's probably why we like each other. So, so as you much. see we me, both, <laughs> we both assume everyone hates us. Yeah, as you see me self-abuse, you need <laughs> to go. Sad. Glenn's trying to teach me something. We are the Legion of Gloom <laughs> to go with a local Seattle nice. wrestling relate, and it's on the Hills podcast. I have to sell the myself, not off the hills. On the hills. <laughs> Let's check out another voicemail. Hi guys, it's Mama Hot. Yeah, she sounds hot on this beautiful day. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to pause like every time the, the first <laughs> line from any female. I'm just going to pause it so you can get yeah, that in. Yeah, just so you can get it out. Get I it love out. you, Mama. I didn't want to exclude you, baby. Yeah, apparently you really do. I love her, man. She's Mama Hognado, dude. And she sounds hot. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm getting a lot better. Sounds, she sounds I good. I have yeah. two broken toes from my Jeez. fall. That Except just from kicking Dwayne in the backside? You can't do anything about it. But Man, you get outside and do something. I guess you don't heal as fast as other people. So well, toes also take forever to heal. And yeah, like she said, you can't do anything about it. I remember right. breaking my big toe because I kicked a wall on accident. Ooh. On and, accident? Well, I was trying to kick a little dog toy and I missed and kicked the wall. Okay, but so it was, it was totally an accident. But it wasn't done in anger. No, no, no. Uh-huh. I was just like it was at my grandma's house, and I couldn't do anything about it. I just taped it to the other toe, and you just hope that it Dude, sets right. My pinky toes on both feet. Oh, I've, I've broken <laughs> probably between seven and ten times, pointing the, in different the, directions. The last time I broke the one on my right foot, and it's been several years back, which it just is cool. Fell off. It was at a ninety degree angle, Whoa. so. I I had to grab it, you know, I grabbed it, stretched it out, and then let it snap back into place, and was making sounds like, dude, yeah, I don't you know, know if I'm alone yeah. in saying it, I'd rather get punched square in the face than, than do that walking around your house and inadvertently kicking and that's something how and breaking your no, Every I, single that time. That pinky toe pain is the worst pain. I've snagged that pinky toe on a coffee table or I've the, the leg of the couch and just whack. Just snap. They're just little little scar nubs. <laughs> the know? worst. Yeah. It's, and then it turns purple and the nail falls out. Yeah. Actually, I've never lost a nail. I've lost a lot of toenails. But there's such yeah. scar nubs that I'm not sure even what there qualifies as a nail. Yeah, my nails now have grown back confused. It's like, yeah. it's you know what like I mean? when they, they go in weird directions and I can't clip them properly. And it's like if you lose an eye, you still have the socket. I think maybe my toenails, my picky toes is just sort of a socket. It's a receptacle for a glass nail, perhaps. <laughs> or an eye. <laughs> That would be great, putting an eye on your pinky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, guys, see what I see? You, got, was, you guys seen Minority Report? All right. Oh, you got a foot fetish. Have you ever licked a toe that has an eyeball on it? Oh. Uh, hit the yuck button, but now I'm going to a moment of silence after that. <laughs> All right, so I made things weird. Yeah, you did. Well, everyone hates me. That's why. Fast as other people. So I'm just hanging in there, uh, thinking positive. Right on, nice. girl. And wish you all a great week. Love you, mom. And a great weekend. Hope to see you soon. I love you all. Love you, Don. Bye. Keep getting better. Yeah, Hawk, Hawk NATO, you know, Hawk NATO's been reaching out to me here and there too, just to kind of, you know, hey man, how's it going? What's going on? You know, just actually, I want to say, man. Um, uh, the private, the number of private messages I've received on Facebook from MixCast listeners, literally just straight up, how are you doing? We're thinking about you. We've That's got awesome. you in our prayers. I just want to say it has been remarkably touching. Actually, I shared that with my wife, and she started crying. Dude, we got so, so many texts. I haven't even like even scratched yeah. the surface of people I that just are wanted like, to say thank you're in my you. prayers. Uh, uh, we hope we have good news from Glenn this week. All, all joking aside, I have an extra Not room yet. for you and your wife. Uh, besides your classic rides, will look good next to my 61 Chevy. That's from Adam and Everett. My man, yeah. <laughs> Trade keys. You can have my fixer-upper. Uh, another person said, Glenn, hang in there uh, and do what you got to do. Stop. Trying to stop my own spiral as well. Hammer that spike in. You're not alone, man. Let's all help each other if we can. Titanic douche for life. Uh, just, yeah, I mean, there's... That's awesome. I'm sure we'll get to some more. Uh, I do want to throw out... We have an update about uh, an email that we got a little while back. Oh, yeah. Uh, from yeah, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. He says, I emailed a while back about going through a bad breakup and the time you gave really... Uh, great advice and said that I should write back with an update. Well, that was several months ago, and I apologize for taking so long, but here's the deal to the point. I'm in a really bad place. I was doing well for a while. I was happy, and my life was going exactly where I wanted to go. But recently, I learned that my ex is now out of state and long gone from my life. The night that uh, I heard that I was elated that she was finally gone from my world, but after a couple days, it sunk in. Now I'm in a place of anger for what she did to me and all the things that I didn't say to her that I could have. 
I have so much that I needed to get out because I took the, but I took a, the high road. I decided to keep my mouth shut. I don't know really what I'm supposed to do now. I don't want to bury this crap just for it to pop up later. I don't have an outlet. I would be so thankful for all of you guys' input. I'm desperate for a lack of a better word. I know that you guys. Uh, I know that for you guys showing this kind of emotion usually ends in us getting our uh, getting our balls busted, but I have nowhere to go. I love you guys, and I love all the real-world real wisdom and silliness that you bring to all of us. Titanic dudes for life. You guys rock, and that's from Andrew. Right on, man. Oh, man. Um, I, know, I appreciate you coming to us. Well, what are the, um, and I don't want to go all textbook, but um, there are, I believe, the seven stages of grief. Am I wrong about that? Have you yes, guys you are. I just don't remember all of them. Um, but I know that anger is one of them, and that's my point is, okay, dude, this is a roller coaster ride. This is the current stage, which is now you're, you're pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to fade and become the next phase, man. I mean, this, this is just – the thing about this stuff is <laughs> you just got to live through it, man. Um, I don't, I, you know, it's one of those things where I, I got a lot I can tell you, but I don't know what to tell you, man. It's, it's, it's going to change. Your feelings going to change. It's going to go through a bunch of different gears. One day you'll be cool. The next day you'll be furious. The next it's day it's a roller coaster. Yeah, it is a it really roller coaster, is. man. And um, it's not going to go away. It'll fade no. slowly. It'll change. Yeah, it'll right, change. Time, time won't heal it, but time yeah. will give you a better perspective and yeah, a, an ability to handle the emotions. Look, man, nothing good is going to come of you trying to get that last word in with her. Nothing at all. Yeah. all the best way to get the last word is kind of goes back to proving yourself to family that don't believe in you. Be a great human. Find a better woman, which you will. Your standards, without you even realizing it, your standards have gone up. Every relationship yeah, I've ever been in, a lot. I've learned, and I've learned what I don't want, and you don't want that. You don't want her. Yeah. So just move forward. And I know it sounds easier said than done, and, and, and it's going to take, like Glenn said, you're going to have to get through the anger part, and there's no harm, and mm. there's no embarrassment to have that anger in you. But by all means, it ain't going to make life better for you, and, and I know for a fact that it's only going to put you in a weird position if you decide to like spout off and tell her everything that you'd think. Nothing good's going to come of that. Just be a better human being. And eventually you're going to find somebody who is way better than her. I'm positive of it. And that is when, in a weird way, you get your revenge. Because she's going to realize that. Oh, God, yeah. She's going to realize, wow, he moved on and he did better. And there's nothing that you need to say and nothing that you need to do. Trust me, she's going to, when she finds that out, and she will. Well, and apparently there's a party going on outside. I'll I'll get that door. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) that was weird. Oh, I thought it was, oh, yeah. Even, um, you know, dude, even with some of the, the women in my past that did me just remarkably dirty, like, yeah. whoa, devastatingly dirty, um, I've found uh, in years years past and now social media, and so you end up stumbling across these people again, and a lot of them, you know, really ended up in bad places. And there was a time when I was like, you know, I hope you burn. I look at it now, I just feel sorry for them. And so, you know, that anger is going to fade into a, I'm just glad she's gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to fade into, I wonder how she's doing. And not because you want her back, but just, man, you know, God, that sucked. Try, what, try not to romanticize yeah. all the great things, but also at the same point, don't also dwell on all of the terrible things. And it's hard to sometimes. Like, you oh, want yeah. to because you just, like those things are the ones that are the, the points that you remember the most and the most vividly. Mm-hmm. But you just got to... Like, yeah, like the sex. Funny, though, I was just going to say, and I know this sounds a little ridiculous, and women are weird, man. Like, women can smell confidence from a mile away. Mm-hmm. You can smell farts, So too. when you're... <laughs> 
depends. That's just, that's just your wife. Depends on up. what you eat. You got to stuff a dryer sheet in there, man. We'll talk. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're down and you're broken and you're full of all these feelings, it's weird. You'll be like, oh, man, and, and I can't seem to meet a girl. I can't seem to meet a girl. And then you meet a girl and you're doing happy and then there, everyone's hitting on you. you yeah. know? But um, what I would say is, and I only reference all this because Steve's like the sex. Um, honestly, dude, if you can... Go out and get some trim. Yeah. Make yourself feel better. Spend time with a woman that isn't this woman. I mean, just, or spend quality time with your friends. Just do everything you can to not dwell on what you've lost and how that's making you feel, whether it's sad, happy, angry. Try and find a way to almost distract yourself in every don't, way possible. Don't look for the next long-term relationship. No. Just look to have some fun. You might even oh, find some I? girls that were like, I just got out of a long-term relationship. I don't want anything serious. You'd be like, yeah, I just got out of a terrible one, too. I don't want anything serious either, but we can hang that out. That happened to me, and then I end up marrying that girl. See, it's like <laughs> something Same like that me. can happen right, because there's no pressure. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And you know what, dude? I mean, honestly, there might come a point where... She might even try and reach out to you, and it's, you would want everything in your power to go off on her. But if you just mm-hmm. respond kindly and take the high road, man, oh, man, you've given her no ammunition. Oh, dude. All you've done yeah. is completely You're make winning. her re- Yeah. You're like, winning. Without winning. her saying it or you having that conversation, she's going to hang up that phone if she checked up on you and you're doing better, and she's going to be like, F-word. Dude, I, I, I had literally had that happen with an ex. F-word. F-word. Just, just tore me in half and then kind of performed a psyop on me for years trying to get me back that was really bad. I mean, it was just tearing me apart. Um, and then finally that deteriorated into her reaching out at one point and saying, look, I understand you're with this girl you're with right now, but just promise me you won't marry her. Promise me you'll save this for me. This is years after the relationship ended. Yikes. And I'm like, man, oh, man. Um, you know, it's... And it didn't give me any sense of, ha, now you want me back. Now you've learned. I was just like, oh, what a mess. Mm-hmm. Damn, I want I'm, the best for you, but I'm in a different place now. And I'm what, glad I'm not there anymore. What happened between us was was bad. And, but you know, dude, it's, it, you know, the time heals all wounds. But, bro, seriously, um, time. Every day is going to be a different day. Your, your emotions are going to be all over the place. And just try and get out there and live and shake it off any way you can, man. Like the great Taylor Swift said. Oh, that, doesn't she just break up with everyone? And she, she, has and the she best shakes it off. Yeah, she yeah. shakes shake it. it off. And, right then, off. and then she shake told like, never ever going to get back together. Oh, I thought oh, yeah, shake yeah, yeah. it off was about her trying to get uh, mm-hmm. something off her Self-love? face. Self-love? Oh, you know, like, or, or maybe she's just saying, sometimes like, you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. And then she's like, shake it off. And I, I don't know. Is I that, thought it was a time in the bathroom where she realized she didn't have any uh, TP TP. And she's like, I got to shake, shake it, it off. off. Oh, shake it off. there's a visual. Rev is going to leave the room. Ah, yeah. Don't you hate Why us? Why don't we check out another voicemail? <laughs> Good luck, brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But much Absolutely. love and just keep your head up. And like, like Len and Rev said, you know. Really, consume your time with your friends, with other people, with uh, new relationships. But just keep keep finding ways to keep your time busy. That way, you don't dwell on her. Find a beautiful woman to sit on your face. I guarantee you won't be able to think about anything else. And you know, for the right price, you don't even have to try hard to find them. <laughs> Bring a snorkel. Hey guys, it's your friendly neighborhood, Justin and Hannah. What's up? Right, so. He sounds I'm hot. having a leisurely Sunday with my family, hanging out with my mom and my dad and my little brother. And I go over to my little brother, and I'm, what are you listening to, man? And what is he listening to? My 15-year-old brother, who has no connection to any of us or any of you guys, 
Taylor is Swift. listening to Off the Wagon by goddamn Wyatt only in the f***ing record. Nice! Sorry, Rob. I'd be mad, too. <laughs> My little brother is listening to Wyatt only in the record. How cool is that? I well, love you guys. Oh, why is he listening to Window week. Pane? Thanks. <laughs> Writing all of us a text message. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. And Signed s- Wyatt. And you can see Wyatt and uh, his Dick's Deluxe with cheese over at the <laughs> at the show box with window pane. <laughs> <laughs> and that is going to be on June third. June third, man. Get your tickets before they sell out. They um, I I need to check in with some of the other artists, but I know that. Um, for Wyatt and for us, the numbers are, whew, my goodness. Nice. Um, like I said, there's even some cats that have bought tickets that are flying in from the East Coast for this thing. Nice. So, uh, my parents? Um, yeah, actually. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, yeah. Spoke with her at length. Nice. My mom's a sweetheart. She was. She was really cool. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's check it out. You know, actually, we got a, speaking of window pane, quick question, and I think you might have even answered it, maybe, uh, with, when you were talking about the t-shirts. Um, this is from Danny. He says, hey, love what you guys do. Always entertaining. Makes my night at work so much better. Question for Glenn. Uh, what hoops would I have to jump through in order to obtain some physical CDs of window pane? Been really into you guys for a while, and I like to collect CDs. Let me know however is easier for you. Email me back or text call me if that's easier. Hopefully, you don't read my number on the cast. It's a 425 Thanks, guys, and stay positive. And that's from Dan. Dude, um, Dan, straight up, easiest way. Uh, go to windowpane.net. Physical CDs is something we do have a ton of. So go to windowpane.net. You can order the entire catalog you can even request that we sign them before we send them to you oh, nice all that, all those are options so just go to windowpane.net and i believe the tag is store so it's not under merch i think it's under store mm. and you should be able to purchase the entire catalog of course it's all on itunes too if you want to download it but you're saying you want the physical cds which i think is sometimes people chilling. like those uh the inserts yeah and no stuff. that's dope man um yep. so uh I, I yeah have... and we'll sign them for you whatever you want man but those you will be able to find on windowpane.net and if not let us know because then there is a problem. <laughs> and may, may I highly recommend getting a new record on CD. I, it's funny, I have only two record, two CDs that are in my car at this moment because everything I have worked through a Bluetooth on my phone and I listen to. It's the new Life of Agony record and it's the Window Pane record. Ah, thanks, man. I got Window Pane and, well, Wyatt Only. Ah, Both yeah, of those on the nice. old physical CDs. Yeah, I, I don't listen to what 15-year-olds listen to, so I don't listen to <laughs> Wyatt Only. I've got you, in my car, I've got, um, I've got Clinton Doggers. Uh, you guys have heard of Dogger? You guys on Facebook, you've heard of Dogger. Clinton Dogger plays Sounds acoustic. like an Urban Dictionary thing. Oh, Clinton Dogger Mullins, man. I've got his disc in my car. been jamming to that lately. I don't know if he listens to the cast, but if you're out there, bro, I'm well, jamming to your records. Nice! Yeah, man. Sweet, sweet guy. Awesome human being. Uh, mainly does like acoustic stuff, but then he plays in a couple different projects. Fun. Just a sweet guy that's out there, and I mean hustling. If he's not playing, he's hosting a live mic or something. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. You gotta respect someone I love you, really Dogger. putting it all yeah, in. Yeah, Dogger. He, he, he just works, and he, all he does is music, man. I love you, brother. If you're out there, I hope you heard this. If not, <laughs> next time you'll be like, dude, I gave you that disc. I'll be like, I talked about it on the mix cast. No, you didn't. No, damn. <laughs> I'm not buying you a drink. Okay, I'll One buy hour, <laughs> 40 minutes into this podcast, <laughs> right, you can yeah. find. Good luck finding it. Um, <laughs> we got a text speaking of Life of Agony. Migs, thank you so much for recommending Life of Agony. Never heard these guys before. This new record is unbelievable. I'm picking up their older stuff. 
on Amazon as we speak. What's your favorite song off of the record? Uh, Like I said, I can't say enough great things about the new Life of Agony. I did grab a couple of songs, and I probably won't play them all, but I'll play a little bit of... uh, Right now, my favorite is a song called A New Low. Like What I love about Life of Agony, they, they have this New York hardcore vibe still in them, but it's almost like as if they moved to Seattle and really just sucked into the world of that dirgy, dark, grungy, for a lack of better term, sound. So this song is called A New Low. We'll listen to a little Coffee bit. Coffee and condos. That's yeah. what we've become. And I'm curious what, Glenn, you think of it, because I know, and, and Rev as well. The stuff you've played before, I thought was, you played me some stuff off the new record. I thought it was dope, Yeah, man. this, this one's killer. I think you'll like this one, too. It's called A New Low. It's Life of Agony. I don't like it. Yeah, it sucks, right? <laughs> sounds hot. <laughs> that sounds hot. <laughs> that guitar is hot. That's killer! It does have like an Alice in Chains kind of like heaviness to it. Oh, this is dope, man. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you like it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's 
Dude, the first time I heard this, I just dropped an F bomb rip. <laughs> damn it, you ass. I was hey, at least to I the told music. you. I told you. I would have missed it because I'm listening to the music. Yeah, I was so zoned out on the music, I didn't even think of self censored. Dude, that is awesome. I uh, love that. I love the I, fact I, that we all got quiet. I said, that's F and dope. And then I realized what I had done. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. Uh, I got your back, bro. I was bro. tuned in. So See, thanks. now you want me to be paying attention. Yeah, yeah. I would rather you not swear. <laughs> What's up, oh, boy? he's over there talking about. Being a, a, a fan of linguists. <laughs> linguists. A cunning linguist. <laughs> I'll give you a little taste of another song just to give you like one more. This song's called Bag of Bones. I love that we went from cunning linguist to taste. <laughs> well done, Steve. Taste on this. Wait. Like the first time I heard this record in its entirety, I was in my car going to uh, to play hockey, and I had I waited till the last possible second to get out of the car because I just didn't want to stop listening to this record. I was like, "My God, these guys—they're back!" And I'm so happy that they're back. And it's like there's just this new energy in the band, and they sound unbelievable. I'm so happy for these guys. Now they better come to Seattle <laughs> and play because they never come to the Northwest. <laughs> I like this tune better than the last one. I kind of now like this I one do, more man. now, too. I'm like, man, this is, this is dope. <laughs> I like this one better than the first one we played. Not that the first one wasn't cool, but... get the hang of it but that's a couple of songs get <laughs> the new record cool, it's called man. a place where there's no more pain it's called uh, the band's called life of agony um i really don't think if you like heavy music if you like people wearing their heart on their sleeve lyrically i i, I can't imagine that you're going to be disappointed uh, mina caputo her voice and just everything about her is unbelievable and you can just tell there's an aura of happiness underneath all of that sadness if that makes sense kind of like our podcast yeah, you, know, you deal with sure a lot of crap but you try and find the light at the yeah, end of the tunnel yeah. there, there was a dime in the turd sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's just a corn sometimes it's a my dog must have eaten this <laughs> let's take out a couple more voicemails and then we'll have to save the rest for uh, 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 another time it's always man this podcast always flies by and I'm looking at the clock and I'm like mm-hmm. oh wow we we, we've done good up. though on voicemails and emails today comparatively yeah we've I mean, gotten a bunch out of there yeah, so that's cool good you know, point yeah I so that's we're learning. Wait, wait, one more? Do yeah, one more. one more. All right. Rev wants to go home. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. I am hungry, too. I'm, I'm really hungry, too. Hungry. <laughs> mm. Let's go eat after. I only have one cigarette, too, and my car's almost out of gas. 
Uh oh. You, the thing about my yeah, you are like a living country song. I, know, I was I know. about to say, it sounds like another. We need to write a country song based on the Glenn's stories. When, dude, my car, I'm, I'm telling you, man, like, in, in, there's none of this when it hits E, you're like, oh, 23 miles. When, when the little white line touches the little red line, Done. the car shuts off. Yeah. So I'm hungry. I've only got one cigarette, and there's a chance I may not make it home. But Uh-oh. then again, by the end of the week, home may not even be a place I can go to anyway. See, that's yeah, the that, there's, yeah, there that's you go, the right pre-chorus. there. Hey, I'm wearing a cowboy hat right now, <laughs> and Daisy Dukes. And then, man, oh, we haven't even had a chance to talk about your your, your tour bus or your your your, 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 your vehicle that. Oh, takes and the Casper Canal. Yeah, I, I will share this quick anecdote. Um, we we had to refill the RV with canal water, and so and I spotted that, and we were related. We hiked out to this field and climbed over this barbed wire fence. The RV and, went on fire, man. And what? Chris, it wasn't on fire; just overheated to a magnitude I've never seen a vehicle magnitude ever. It exploded. Actually, they all dude. They it was all like got, a Michael Bay film. It was it like was. The, it was like the Hiroshima cloud. I mean, it was a pillar of white smoke that went. A quarter of a mile high, but uh, that sounds hot. you know, and it was very, it, it was hot, in fact. <laughs> um, but it was all coming out the overflow, which is this little stem. So it was making this four hundred decibel sound like this. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, your teapot. It was great. I mean, I, even that day, yeah. the things that I was going through that day. Um, you wouldn't believe which my band my bandmates were privy to. Oh, dude, it sounded. And you had the new bassist with you, didn't you? Oh, it was Chris's Welcome to Window Pain trip. Um, <laughs> Welcome so, to the band. So right? yeah, we all walk out and we're standing in front of this thing. And literally, they had witnessed a couple of these phone calls that I was on that ended with me just screaming the f word and saying my life is a goddamn nightmare, and then saying sorry, fellas, I'm okay. And they're like, dude, we get it. Um, but yeah, we're all just standing there, and they're kind of looking at me like, okay, when's he gonna come unglued? And I just went, huh. <laughs> that actually became uh, everyone had a good laugh but then you know I'm like man if only we had some water and we had some a bunch of empty bottles but no water and man you know I think maybe the thermostat right. stuck and I can get it back to and I'm developing this plan and then I'm like man I just wish we had some water and that's when I spo- spotted that we were right next to this irrigation canal so we hump out through this field and over the barbed wire fence I'm really trying to make this fast no but um, don't. but uh, <laughs> micro machines Chris you know it's a very steep bank into this you know w- yeah. small river and I'm like man and um, Chris is, you know, they call him Air Casper, right? When you guys see Windowpane perform with Chris, you'll get it. This guy is this young, athletic dude that just can boing, and he's six feet in the air. And I'm like, and he's like, dude, I got this. But he's wearing shorts, so he crawls down on this riverbank. And so at I'm, no point he thought maybe this was like some weird, like you know, sacrifice ritual to drain no, the band. No, 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 no. But but he got he got <laughs> Put a, on this loincloth and carry this rock. He got a good dose of Glenn, which I think he's still learning me. <laughs> but he got a real good dose of Glenn. So I'm handing him empties. He's handing me full ones, and we even held him up to light. We're like, man, this water is crystal clear. This is beautiful. This is gonna be okay um, for now. Um, and then he's like, man, I'm the ants. There's ant- I'm going to get ants on my legs. I'm wearing shorts, ants. And he's on on about the ants. And finally, I, I glenned him. And I was like, man, if I, was, yeah, I don't know if I'd be worried about the ants. I'd be worried about all the snakes. And then he looked at his surroundings. I'm going to say there was a snake hole every eight inches. I mean, nice. Snakes. Why is it got nice be snakes? Smooth. Oh, dude. And he was like. Why, why'd you say that? <laughs> why would you say that? I'm like, I'm just saying, man. I'm pointing out your situation, I don't sir. know if I'd be that worried about the ants, man. I'd and be worried enough, about all the snakes. <laughs> after that happened, I just popped out of nowhere, and I go, isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now he's like, dude, why did you say that? Why? And I'm like, ah, it's just kind of cold out, man. Snakes like heat. Just, just keep working. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, Welcome to the True band. story, man. Yeah. <laughs> they like heat, but they also really like men in shorts. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm just, dude, totally deadpan. Like, I didn't even smile. I'm like, I, I just, I don't know if I'd worry about the ants, man. I'd probably be worried about all the snakes. And at that moment, you probably needed and I'm that, telling you, that more bank, than anything ever. I'm right? going to say every, every eight inches in the mud of that bank was a snake. 
snake hole. I mean, there must be a snake Jeez. village no, under there. thank you. You know, like that's, you know, Medusa farm. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, we, we got back on the road. It all worked out. We did run out of gas trying to escape Lewiston, though, and we were stranded <laughs> by the side of the road for a while, and... You know, <laughs> making it sound like that was like the, the whole community of Lewis is like chasing you at like <laughs> we escaped. Oh, man, there were cops everywhere. Really, after the show, and I mean, I was sober, but the tabs on the RV are expired. That's yet another oh long gosh. story. Well, no, 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 dude, I went to go get them, and they're like, "Well, we can't get you tabs because these tickets." I'm like, "What tickets?" And I, and they were three parking tickets from when the RV used to live on Fauntleroy from 2013. And I'm the type of guy, I keep all the registrations. I've got all the stuff. I'm like, well, you can see it. I bought tabs last year and 2015 and 2014. She's like, yeah, I know. It's really weird. You've been able to buy tabs every year without a problem. I'm like, yes, that's correct. And I'd like to continue to do so, please. Uh, and she's like, I'm sorry. I just can't. You know, so. so Damn no, you, one person doing your no job. No choice, right? right? No choice. <laughs> we got to hit the road the next day and no time to take care of this crap. But yeah, that's why we wanted to flee Lewiston quickly because yeah. no tabs and didn't want to have to explain. And the guy trailing us up out of the valley actually got pulled over. I was like, oh, we're getting pulled over, guys. Here it goes. Um, but then we, I was like, oh, cool. It's actually the guy behind us. And we were like, oh, no, it's our buddy Josh. He's getting pulled over. Yeah. <laughs> and now there's no one else behind and us. And then we're sitting up in the dark. I shot some videos and put them up on social media. We're sitting in the dark <laughs> and just kind of passing the Jeez. Jack Daniels and... Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, dude there's a window. The show went well. People came out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, actually, we're on the radio there in Lewiston. Killer crowd. Great show. Really good time. Oh, that must Lots have been of awesome. Amazing people. So people uh, knew the band and knew, knew the, the song. Band. Dude, they were down front singing along to like House of Cards and Underfoot. It was wow. dope. Lots of photos afterwards. You know, people bought up tons of groovy merch, just signing stuff. It was a really, really cool, really fun show. So it's like the high of highs and the low of lows. Ah, even then, we're just like, hey man, so we're on a gas by the side of the road. Um. Hey. Welcome out. to Windowpane. I was we, about to say, what a great introduction. We called Elizabeth and Kevin Black. They're the promoters. And, and uh, you know, Kevin's in a band out there called Homewrecker. And they're just amazingly cool people. Treat us so well. We're just like, hey, so here's where we're at. And we're like, in there, okay, give us about an hour. And we're like, no problem. And then we shot video of them showing up to rescue us, too, and topped her <laughs> off. And went, my buddy uh, Roger lives in Moscow, Idaho, and he's in a band called Violate that we're all big fans of. So we crashed it. Roger's place and yeah man and honestly dude thing ran like a top all the way home the canal water did just fine you know, honestly I'd rather <laughs> it run well for the rest of the way home as opposed like if you're gonna yeah. deal with car issues I'd rather it going as opposed to coming home because at that funny, point you just want to get home all our because we, we we document all this but all our friends were like oh that RV you gotta sell it it's a death trap and I'm like actually mechanically it's a brand new transmission it's a, a big Ford 460 that's been really well maintained the drive we went out to Montana on old tires are about seven years old and it was surface of the sun hot so the belts would snap and the tires would explode we went through five of six tires the vehicle is honestly really quite sound this time i had to rewire from the fuse box all the way back to get all the lights working and i fought with that every day before and after work and i was so focused on the electrical side that once we got all the lights working i literally was out of time i pulled the oil dipstick good to go i pulled the started it and ran the transmission pulled the transmission dipstick good to go the vehicles never run hot ever so i did not pop the radiator cap and we hit the road and because hmm. of that last trip was the big trip out to montana when we played with buck cherry and stuff it was really hot, so we burnt through a bunch of coolant. And well, I, Josh Todd has that effect on vehicles. Yeah, you know, yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's a piece of s. <laughs> but if your window pane gonna have to tar in it late at night, me sitting by the road. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was just negligence on my part for all the things that I fixed, including rewiring 27 feet from the fuse box all the way back to all the rear lights, all the trailer lights. Yeah, was, that was, I, I did that. Hi. Um, <laughs> 
I just didn't uh, didn't pop the cap, dude. It's never run hot, mm-hmm. and it it ran fantastic until it overheated. Today's your lucky day, oh dude, man. And we let all the the it went off the relief, and then I'm like, man, I want to get this thing cool and let's get some airflow going. So I took a towel, doubled it over, and put that on the radiator cap. Car heads out there are going, he did what? Mm-hmm. My bandmates are standing there like, you guys want to step back? <laughs> and then I cracked it, and again, <laughs> and just ocean of steam and, and finally Chris Damn. was like oh my god that sound so finally I stepped up and with the towel facing it and I, I popped the cap and poof I figure it landed four states away <laughs> it was gone right <laughs> and then just this column you know this 10 foot column of thick white smoke for another You're 10 minutes staring at it yeah it was actually yeah, uh, from JD right? Iowa podcaster just texted him saying he found that cap in Iowa yeah, yeah so <laughs> we figured it landed in Lewiston or something <laughs> let's do our last voicemail and then we're going to roll on sorry about that no, kids no, no, that was a great story that was for Kathy hey That's everybody right. uh, this is Rock Machine um, hey just calling in because I wanted to give you guys a heartfelt thank you for everything that you do I've just today Sunday about 2 o'clock I've gone through probably the most difficult emotional thing that I've ever gone through in my life I lost my grandfather I got oh, to be right really there with him when he passed, he was a huge influence on my life, and um, I loved him a lot. And your guys' uh, voices and stuff, the stories that you tell, they are a great escape. I just picked a random episode and started listening as soon as I got in my car and I headed home. So, Wow. I just wanted yeah. to let you know, Steve, uh, Glenn, and uh, Josh, that uh, you get uh, he was. He might have been I really driving. appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Or his uh, phone cut out at the moment where he wanted to say something profound. I think he said something about a whole lot of people. I made that up. Dude, thanks. Oh, man. Dude, I'm very sorry for your mm-hmm. loss, yeah, man. absolutely. That's um, one of those things where uh, as as we get older, there comes a point where yeah. life starts taking things away from you. There's no way around it. Sometimes for some of my friends, it happened when they were in their early teens. Some of my friends, you know, that are older than me still have grandparents. It's just one of those things. And, uh, it's, it's really hard, man. Um, I always try to tell myself cause I've, I've lost quite a few people, family and friends that they wouldn't want me to grieve. Not that that helps eliminate the sorrow, but these people would not want me to grieve. And so I try to, you know, hold them in my heart and be a bright, positive force um, even if it's a lie sometimes, um, because I don't think those people would want me to be shattered. So that's the way I find to, uh, I tell you, man, when my, when my dad's mother went, um, and she was an amazingly cool lady and you talk about, you know, you said you were right there. You talk about dope, man. I, dad ended up, you know, she was in and out of not doing so good. But at one point my pop was like, Hey man, look, you know, you want to talk to her? I'm like, dude, she's all messed up. I don't want to remember her that way. And he's like, no, no, you know, she's, she's real focused right now. And I got on the phone and. We started uh, BSing a bit, and then finally, straight up, she went, well, bye. <laughs> wow. And I will never forget that. And I said, yeah, bye. And she said, I'll see you soon. And I said, yeah, I figure you will. And that was it. It's hard. Um, it was hard, but it was amazing. I mean, that's where she was, dude. She just said, well, she knew. bye. I mean, crazy. I'll never forget that. And it was just like damn like she was so on top of it like her body gave up but her brain was sharp as a razor and uh that's hard man but you know 
dude, just carry them in your heart. And as weird as it sounds, try not to grieve, man. Try and celebrate these people's lives. He's going to um, live through you. And yeah, you'll dude. notice it probably as yeah. you get older. I see that. And, and some of the things, some of the things with my, like my grandfather, it was one of those things where my brother calls, I don't think grandpa's going to make it through the night. You need to get home. I got on a plane that day and he died while I was in the plane. And, and that was hard because I wanted to say goodbye. Didn't and it was make tough. It. Yeah. You know, but you know, luckily I was there with my family. It was devastating to see open casket. I don't get why people do these open casket. Oh, it's the yeah, worst. I'm, man. Not, I, I'm not into that either. I, I am not into that. That, man. that will that that was such a haunting thing. But like, but I'm seeing it now more than ever. Like sometimes, like my my wife will say something about how I am, and I'm like, oh my gosh! Like she's describing my grandfather. Like just sometimes doesn't have a filter. Says what he means, <laughs> but means yeah. it with all the heart and love in the world. Like my grandfather. It's funny, like I have all, like this entire arm is a tribute for the most part to my grandfather from Scorpion on the arm, he's a Scorpio, to that's his prayer card, um, to a few other things on here that just, the black flowers and you know, just, and he hates tattoos. So it's a funny thing, (laughs) my tribute to my grandfather, like I remember when I got, when, when I was in college, I went home and he picked me up at the airport and... And I had my hair bleached yellow, and he just laid into me. You look like an idiot, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, man, underneath all of it, he's, like, saying oh, yeah. between the lines how much he loves me. And it's like, I've, at the time, I was like, man, why do you have to be so forward and so honest? And now, like, my wife will sometimes say that about me, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've turned into my grandfather. Well, even where you're at, though, if you had that same exchange with him right now with you as an adult, you'd oh. laugh and be like, yeah, you like that? And he'd be like, ah, you moron. Yeah. People oh. are going to think we're dating, aren't we? You know, as yeah. an adult, <laughs> yeah. you're armed with the, you could really have a dialogue oh, with man. him. Because here's a cat, because he's older. And I'm old He's in a now. different place, bro. And, yeah. And I have more of, like, I think, oh, man, now you say that, and it's like, wow, I wish. You could have riffed. I wish I could be... 40-year-old Steve hanging out with my grandpa and just be able to give and take. Because, you know, he passed many years ago and 20-year-old version of me was too terrified to ever say anything, but I always loved being around him. He was one of those kind of guys like just, you know, he'd pick up the phone, like, are you ever coming home? You know, you got family here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try and make it back. You know, like, but it wasn't like him being a jerk. He was just, that's no filter. Yeah, yeah, man. And it's, so... At the age, I know Rock Machine, Shane, you're a younger dude. Um, I I would imagine as you get older, you're going to notice some of these quirks coming out that were your grand, grandpa, and that's that's how he stays alive with you is yes. by by continuing to, to, to a, think about him and not, not beat yourself up like Glenn said. Try and celebrate his life. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be sad because there's a permanent absence there for you. That's not about him, see? That's about you. There's a permanent absence. So your life is lessened by that. There's no way around that. But, mm-hmm. dude, I guarantee you he wouldn't want you to grieve. He would want you to live and be happy. And so the best thing you can do is when you're really tearing yourself apart about who you've lost, man, just try and go out and live. Uh, try and go out and live, man. And I feel I'm, like it I'm might really, take a couple of years and you'll look yeah. back when, and maybe in a couple of years, if you choose like randomly to listen to this podcast again, you'll be like, I get what they're saying now. Yeah. Uh, I would Except imagine. Glenn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I would just shut up. All right, well, why don't we all shut up and let's get out of here. Oh, th- big thanks, Taylor, for sitting in and yeah, hanging cheers, out. Brother. It's always much appreciated, man. Yep. Thank you for listening and being a great supporter of the Migscast. Did you enjoy the show? I did. He's lying. I can no, see it in his eyes, man. <laughs> I'm used to it. I've been here a few times. <laughs> He's used to being disappointed. Oh, so this is your always. first time with me here, then? It is. How'd I do? 
awesome. How did I do? He's lying. I can How see it I in his do? eyes. <laughs> now you're becoming me. You just think everyone hates you. I know everyone hates me. Let's go out and let's pretend that everyone hates us together. Um, <laughs> we want to throw out there. Uh, I'll have to pretend. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Window pane, June 3rd, with Wyatt only in the wreckage, Mock Society. Um, Van, Epps, Van Epps, Kiss the Gunner's Daughter reunion show. And it's Mark's farewell show with Window Paint and on our introduction of Kristen Casper as a new member of Window Paint. We're going to do it on stage for the fans the way we think it should be done. And uh, we're planning an amazing set, dude. We're doing a bunch of throwback Window Paint stuff. We're doing some retarded covers. It's going to be really cool. So do yourself a flavor. Um, try and be there. And we'll be there. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Come hang out with us and celebrate. Don't forget, pick up a Migscast t-shirt at KISW.com. <laughs> no, I won't. Hey, I'll give you one. $10. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rev, anything going on in your world? No, just go see Iron Dragon this Saturday at the Crocodile. Thank you. Do it! New Originals will be there, too. So Glenn will be up on stage, and also he'll be singing some kicks. Maybe. Not kiss, (laughs) but kicks. K-I-X. All right, thank you for listening. As always, we'll be back next week and stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.